and welcome to your Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2022, and it's the first day of autumn. So happy autumnal equinox. Uh, I don't have anything fancy to say. I don't think I'm feeling super well today. So I'm just going to say let's bring on my uh, the, the, the sunshine amidst the rain, my co-host, Alex Maselli. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't so, think of anything clever. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, I was so bad last week. I know I was in the chat during it all, but I, like, I sneezed so many times <laughs> while you were live, and I was Aww. so itchy, and it, it, I just felt like I was on fire. But that morning, this is the story I want to tell you. That morning, my cats almost got into a fight. <gasps> oh, no. And they got into a fight last year, and that was when they messed up my dominant hand uh, back in August of last year. And so they've not met each other since then. And <laughs> this time, though, you haven't I, actually like, kept them separated. Oh, they've been separated this whole time. They do I not they, ever. They I, I, I thought you did it sometime. I didn't realize that it was like nope. always. Oh, okay. Always, because Lily hates her. And gets really angry. So, like, what happened was uh, Missy got out and Lily was on the landing. So, like, right at the door. So, they were going to, like, meet immediately. And what I did is I immediately turned around to face Lily and crouched in front of her. And she immediately flipped on her back, all claws out, hissing like mad. And I'm just, like, corralling her to not move. And, uh, and, and then eventually like Missy's like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. And she runs back into the room. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute, never mind. <laughs> and then, and then like, so now I'm like aware that I can, now I just have to be able to calm really down. So I started talking to her in a soothing voice and like her eyes, like she blinks and her pupils undilate, <laughs> like she's coming out of a trance or whatever. And then she's like, I'm getting real low, oh. big guy. Yeah, essentially. She's, she's like, oh, am I okay now? Am I safe? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like, what I learned is don't fuck with Missy. Missy is, is actually good at violence. And, <laughs> and, like, don't yell. Just calming voice to Lily and you'll be able to not, no one will get hurt. And no one got hurt. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that my cats, they're not friends, but they can be near each other. Corey will like pounce on Elsie and sit, so, but then just like, and bite down on her neck for a while. And then she like, it's supposed to be still and then and meow. And then like might turn around and, and bat at him and like chase him away. But, <laughs> but he's doing it like playfully. He just is an aggressive player, but but I know about breaking up fights with the goose and the the rooster, like pretty much daily. If I let them out, though. today they they had uh, they were in the goose in the mud room is, is our like goose house right now. And so the chickens they actually like snuck out the the door blew open in the barn because it's been so windy and rainy. And so they were like, "We're free!" So they came out <laughs> and. Uh, and then I saw, like, I opened the door and I just saw a bunch of chickens there and Lemon Grab just had his head, like, up high, hissing, like, he's, he's looking at them and hissing. So all the chickens ran into the corner that's, like, uh, protected by another pen and a tote and 
uh, in Leningrad. I was trying to get there and I blocked it with a bucket, like a feed bucket. So I put it in between the space so that way he just couldn't get to them. So the chickens had to wait until the geese went back outside and left. And then I just saw the chickens like run, like as soon as they were, I led them away and then they were like, okay, hurry, hurry. And every time I... Lucy the rooster will like wait and uh and try and, and like wait until like lemon grabs far enough away or something and then he'll like scurry out past the the barn area to like make it to the rest because the other hens are like we're stupid we're just gonna go anyway and Lucy's oh, the God. last one in the like he will wait all because he's terrified now because lemon yeah. is such a jerk um they were in a fight yesterday two days ago it was quite like the I had turned around for like a minute and then I just saw them like kind of like staring at like head to head and so I was running over to try and break them up and it was too he was so quick and I don't really know what part of Lucy he got but like when I was like reaching up to separate them there was just blood on my arm and I'm like I don't even know where this came from oh god so uh yeah I uh I relate to you having to I'm glad you could soothe your cat I do the same thing with lemon grab too as far as because if you my boyfriend will try and like sometimes he gets you know he gets mad at being attacked and so then but you can't push him away you can't be more aggressive because that will just entice lemon grab yeah. more and he'll want to do it so I'm like sometimes I'm like no like if you try to calm him down yeah he's gonna bite on you for a while sometimes you just kind of have to take it and just keep like I love you I love you <laughs> yeah, like, calm down. I know that's how I got Willie to chill out like is she just well, she was mad. The thing is, though, is that she, when she's angry, she is like absolutely useless in a fight. <laughs> like absolute, like a complete and utter idiot when it comes to defending herself. And like she acts like she's bullied all the time, and that's what <laughs> makes Missy like aggressive. Um, yeah, like, when they think you're weak, that's what my lemon hope. Like she's always just so scared and running. Like and yeah, they chase after you when you run. <laughs> Yeah, you act like a victim, and all the other they animals are weakness. Like, you, uh-huh. yeah. you're the one we can take out, and yeah. that's how Miss Missy acts. Like I'm gonna take you out. <laughs> like and uh, it, like one time when I back when I did try to get them to get along and everything, I was holding on to Lily, and she was sitting in my lap, and she was not happy. She was like, "I know that other cat's around, I don't yeah. and like it's just and easy." I know, and like Missy creeps up, and then she goes like, "Bam!" Right on Louis's head. No claws or anything, just slapped her right in the face. And I was like, and I was like, I don't know that this is gonna work because yeah, Lily acts like she wants to get slapped, and then it makes Missy want to hurt her. And I'm like, I don't, I, I like Lily. She was way too young. And was not introduced to any other cats until she was like an adult. Mm-hmm. So she has no clue what to do about it, which is why I think she's a one cat only household yeah. <laughs> cat. <laughs> uh, I like that we should just do like an animal psychology stream or something. <laughs> uh, just always talk about like, this is how you handle different animals. Chill boys. Uh, I like too that all, all of our cats are, we have four cats collectively uh and they all end in e sound right, oh, we got yeah. missy lily uh cory and elsie <laughs> <laughs> well, missy's real first name like I, I i've probably said this before is little miss little miss little miss can't be wrong that's her yeah. first name it's well, my keys song 
Corey, oh, okay. I didn't never understood what the reference was. Corey's is no. Cornelius Alistair Tavington the Fourth. The acronyms to Cat Four, and I guess Elsie's is technically it's the supposed to be the letters L and C for Lady Chunkerella because she was fifteen pounds <laughs> when we got her. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, like uh, Lily, I used to call her a bunch of different names. Like I, she, she's Pretty Face and Little Face, and Missy is Bug, and jerk like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah most kids are just asshole uh, yeah asshole they're both asshole that's just species mm-hmm. <laughs> um well hello chat uh, let's say hello to them first we got i'll fight you naked winky winky woo yeah your name is all over because last week at the end you said if i stick around post credits can it will my name be on there and i said yes johnny boy hello Catch up to your mess. I visited where they filmed it, maybe 1991. I was only 15 or 16. What were we talking about? Prisoner in Wales. Oh, okay. Okay. I was born in 1991. Um, <laughs> where's a, what was I saying? Oh, Winky also says, I had a pet lamb as a boy, and when he hit puberty, he started trying to ram us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Lemon Grab was super sweet. When, and then once he got all, like, hit puberty and stuff, and then he started thinking he's top dog, top goose. All around Do you here. think your current baby is going to be like that? Probably going to be. <laughs> if it's a boy, that's why I, I don't know if Lemon Hope is a boy or girl. Like I said, uh, we've just been saying girl, but when he, she was like kind of trying to mate with me for a little bit, like he says, kind of <laughs> stop that. But so I don't know, like it's possible that it might just be a boy and he might get more aggressive as he's old, but he's so skittish, so scared of everything. Like it's, I have to I literally chase him around the yard every night when oh. I have to put them to bed. Um, it's, it's just the workout for me, but uh, and lemon drops. So stay fit. You know, right? uh, she. We were also just saying, girl, but yeah. Once the, as males, they might just get more hormonal and stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I might just be having to fight off three geese once they're on. The and if lemon hope it might be an Emden goose which can get up to like 30 pounds or something too though like oh, over damn. like the first couple of years so if if she he just stays skittish the whole time that'll be okay but like because then at least it'll keep running away from the aggressive geese but like you'll be just like the scared goose who's like enormous <laughs> and can easily like smack down anyone but you'll just be too scared to do anything which is so like if you get that big i hope you kind of stay it's like a big. great dane or a mastiff that is terrified yeah like- <laughs> I also just feel bad that she's always so scared of everything that like I try to like hold her and soothe and just like say like hey like I, I've never done anything to you. like I've had to like save her from different goose attacks and stuff and whatever else but like I don't know if she just like associates you know anyone with that now and hello your friend Paul um the mating might be dominating rather than sexual based uh I would think maybe if if it had any other sort of like dominating types of behavior though like it's sincerely she does not he she has no sense of that and when lemon grab was trying to mate with me it was not in dominating he was really gentle about it like he would just like slowly try and like climb up on my leg and be like I don't, I'm trying He's like pa- playing Barry Manilow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sitting in the grass, like he's stepping up there because he's like, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to like go around here. And like he's looking around. <laughs> He'd be like really gentle, but. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. So I love them. Um, uh, oh, he says when, like, when a dog tries to hump your leg, it's not sexual, it's dominating you. Um, I've never, I don't know if I had a dog do that, just geese. <laughs> 
So, all right, so we've got housekeeping to do. Uh, Book Club has moved because we're banned on our main uh, uh, YouTube channel. So for a video that's a year old. (laughs) Almost to the date of our banning. That was a year old. Something about like COOF medical misinformation. So so that was fun. And uh, so we pushed back. Instead of September 25th, they're doing October 2nd for Salman Rushdie's The Satanic Verses. I think it's easier for me to remember when I use his, when I say his name first and then do the book. <laughs> or maybe I've said it so many times now I've got it. Uh, yeah. But then we did not move back. We're still going to do Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five on October 30th, right? I think Try to read for grad school. Mm, okay. Yeah, I never had to. Mm. I've but uh, we'll see. I well, right now, okay. Well, I'll get into that in a second. Like, I just I'm not continue. Haven't continued the audiobook for for um, for this book club, Satanic Verses, yet because I've been distracted and listening to a bunch of podcasting. Yeah, in the last few days. So luckily, I uh, already finished the book last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Versus. So then you're good on that. Yeah. Um, we so before we get into it, we're gonna watch the Little Mermaid trailer, the Black Adam trailer. The right Black Adam trailers, trailers. <laughs> and talk about She Hulk. But before we get into that, I just want to say that I think Alex, Juliet, and I have all been very excited. If anyone is into like wrongful conviction, true crime stuff, the OG Adnan Syed from the Serial Season One podcast, he was released from prison on Monday after 23 years, and his uh, conviction was vacated. And they have 30 days to decide whether they're going to retry him, right? I haven't looked into any current yeah. news, but um, I was just, I never expected that to happen. So he actually got to, hes I think he's under like a house arrest kind of thing or something right now for the 30 days. But, but then he's home. He gets to be home. And after 23 years and he's, so Alex, Juliet, and I are going to do a late night Sunday stream uh, I don't know if we're going to be on, since we still don't have our main channel, we might just do alternative. You can find us on Rumble, Odyssey, and Utreon. So we're going to just talk about about his release. So we won't get into too much detail here, but like, so we... And I think the we case, all, obviously. Yeah, the case well, itself. The- um, we re-listened to the Serial podcast, and then I'm listening to the Undisclosed podcast and the the uh, Truth and Justice podcast. I won't be able to finish it all, but by Sunday. There's but- an HBO... Uh, I, I, yeah, too. I found it. So I've, I, yeah, I need to see that still. I've, I'm finding a way to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so it's just kind of like re-upping my, my disdain for the justice system, but my hope that like, Hey, cause you know, my, the one friend, Kenny Snow, like that he's, he's out of prison and he calls me every now and then to check in. And I'm so glad that he's doing well with his family in Ohio. So I hope a non, like it, there's also, I need to find the link, but they have it on launch. Good. There's a, a fundraiser for him to be like, get a non's life back on track, like help him do that. So they're donating, I donated to it. Um, and it was just like their goal was seventy five grand, and they were almost there. As I was like refreshing it, like it hit it at, like within that five minutes. Mm-hmm. And now I think they're up to like they they upped it to like one twenty five or something. And I wanted to try and but I'm like yeah, you know what? You've been in prison for twenty three years since you were seventeen. You've never been an adult outside. Like you've never. I was reading a thing too that he's you know he's never been on his own. He was a, a ward of his like parents, and then a ward of the state kind of thing. Like where it's just like you've never been on your own. So I think. 
They took his entire adulthood so far. Yeah. That's why it was crazy for me to think of like, I know people, I'm friends with people your age. And then just like thinking about like, oh, the life that you lost from it. And because I, I know there, uh, there might still be people who like believe he's guilty or something, Uh, though. I think it's possible he did it. Like I'm, I believe he's innocent. Um, but but yeah, so we won't get into all that detail, we'll, although I want yeah, to we'll, know. I'm we'll like, more. Yeah, I know. We'll it's a very exciting it. topic, but hold up on everything until Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Silverlock. Um, your friend Paul says that women love true crime. This is true. And, and Alex and I have talked about this before, about you know the issues with true crime. And I think while I am interested in the psychology of like terrible people and psychopaths and stuff too, like I do like that, my interest in true crime has mostly been wrongful convictions. Like once I actually learned about anything because of serial, I never knew how, like uh, how much this seems to happen. Like even if it's happening just a couple of times, that means the system is messed up and that we have a huge problem. If it happened here, that means it's possible and maybe likely that's happened a bunch of other times too. So like, I'm really passionate about how much like how much I dislike the justice system and how much I care about like the people who have been wrongfully convicted about that and uh for the victims too it's like if you're you're not getting full justice if you have the wrong person no uh I also think like if there's a, a wrongful conviction then that district really needs to be under a microscope after that mm-hmm. like yeah yeah especially that district like that's so like when you really need to pay attention. Cause it's like, I'm not going to say that like, Oh, a wrongful conviction in like three States away means that That's I have to good. worry about this. <laughs> no, right. I don't worry about that one three States away. Right. Like, screwed up. So like, I, I, um, it's just that the United States is such a big country and we have so many different like districts when it comes to the justice system that you don't know. Like, I mean, with that many of them be, being in existence, some of them are going to be messed up. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, that's yeah. just, that's just on averages, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, Baltimore seems to be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will get into more in depth yeah. conversation. I'm very excited to, because like re listening to it, I'm like, now I'm just all like pent up of like, ah, I need to say stuff. Um, uh oh, chat disappeared. Yeah. I just saw that. We lost. Um, well, Winky also says, he's saying that my boyfriend has been accused of rape. Well, Beverly's boyfriend has been accused of rape seven times and murder three times. Yeah, well, accusations are different than like, you know, either uh, convictions or having done it. So, <laughs> um, all right. What else is there? We, oh, another thing we had, uh, a, we, I did a bad movie night in our Discord this past Sunday. We watched They Them with Kevin Bacon and that was bad um, it was highly recommend it <laughs> um so they, they, they okay so they had like it was the gay conversion camp and and kevin bacon's they're, they're all the kids are all here and they don't really want to be here and i don't know why it's called they them there was only one uh one they them in it <laughs> whose name was jordan and the character was actually okay like if 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 jordan weren't if it wasn't about like being gay or, or trans, like as a character, like, no, I think Jordan's pretty cool. Um, but Jordan also wasn't even that centered. Like they weren't, they weren't, it was, it was a, a FTM. Um, they, they weren't like a main enough character for the movie to even be called. They like, I have no, I thought it was about more about like trans people. I thought they all were going to be, uh, 
trans and or or non-binary, I guess rather. There was a trans girl there. But oh no, I guess I should say that like that the Jordan was not FTM because it but they were female biologically and then went non non-binary. I don't like the non-binary thing. But, uh, but anyway, there was just so everyone was getting murdered. Only like the bad people were getting murdered. None of like the gay kids and stuff got murdered except for the one who ended up not being who he said he would kind of thing. So it was just, but it was only everyone else. And then the, and there was, they all did some sort of singing part of uh pinks. Um, oh shoot. What's the name of the song? Uh, whatever. It was like an uplifting song, but like all the kids were singing in there. I'm like, why is this in here? No one was murdered for, there's like one person murdered at the very beginning and then not for like another 45 minutes. And then, then they had some weird like singing scene that was unnecessary. No one died in it. They had three different sex scenes, like back to back. Jeez. Um, a lesbian one, a, a gay one, and a heterosexual one. And the first two, uh, and the the heterosexual one, they only got off because they were actually both secretly gay and they had to look at like pictures of their their so, so like so it was all like kind of essentially like gay sex. And then the the the. <laughs> first two gay sex scenes were like um like that no one was murdered during that though like any cliche but the heterosexual sex scenes they died um this is a morality play yep and then at the end super uplifting ending where it was just like we've been through so much and we're all survived here and we're like our lives are gonna get better and i'm like no horror movie twist like every horror movie ever though it was just like it was a very it was just like a preachy woke thing that just happened to have a serial killer here now and then. And then like, and there's this preaching about how like gay conversion camps are bad. And like, here are the, th- so it's just like, so cringy. <laughs> oh my God. That is terrible. Like it literally, it sounds like you're describing a morality play. Yeah. Like, really for like LGBTQ people watch. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm like, I don't like them when they're like any morality plays i don't i don't like any of them <laughs> like yeah. I the one i liked is the one by christopher marlowe and i felt like it was because he was kind of playing with the genre a little bit as also a very old one by the way <laughs> i've never seen anyone like actually do one of them well because they're so damn preachy, preachy. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if I've, i don't if i've ever seen or read but like but just like conceptually, it seems like I don't know, like anything that's just going to be preachy about any time, even one that I agree with. I'm like, I just don't want overtones of something. Like, I, you don't want it in your face. You just want, no. especially all the sex scenes were kind of graphic too, <laughs> very in your face. Um, at least the gay ones. So, anyway, highly recommend it. Uh, <laughs> We won't be having. We are gonna do horror movie instead of just bad movie night. It'll be horror movie for October. Bad for October. Um, nothing this Sunday because again we're gonna be streaming. It'll. Be, I think we're doing that at at six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. Um, yep. So keep an eye out on social media and stuff, or just check Utreon, uh, Rumble, and Odyssey for those streams. Maybe this channel. I don't on YouTube. I mean, but we'll see. Uh, to talk about Adnan. Any other things that I needed to say? I don't think so. Yeah, book club, all that. 
Um, oh, I guess we can also just announce that we are starting a new series. Oh, yeah, um, we should announce that, yeah. definitely. Uh, so Alex, Julia, and I are all besties now, and we're starting a new series next Friday. We were going to start it this Friday, but we got we got banned. So as long as we have the main channel back next Friday, September 30th, we're starting a new series um, at, at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, to make it symmetrical with narrative distance on Mondays. And uh, we're just going to, it's going to be a lot like Feffy Break. We're going to make fun of the news and uh, have guests on. And our first guest is going to be Josh Slocum of Disaffected Podcast. Um, yep. And then the following week, I think we have L. Yes. AKA That's- some bitch I know. <laughs> that's the the plan right now <laughs> yes yes so as long as things don't fall apart <laughs> on the main yeah. panel again <laughs> but uh we'll we'll find we'll out so, so currently tentatively that is our plan <laughs> yes um all it right was our now plan to premiere it tomorrow and then yeah got pushed back <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i know they will be live streams and uh, yeah um, oh, okay. we got a question. What is, is there a <laughs> name for the new show? Have we officially settled on that yet? Are we going to uh, wait? To, I, I don't think know. We'll wait, I think we'll we're, we're all waffling. I, so. I, know, I, mean, I like it. I like it. I just didn't know whether or not we're going to. Yeah. So we're going to wait just in case we end up changing it. That would too. So I, I don't mean to waffle as if I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I do like it. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that's everything for now. So getting into it, let me, let's watch this little mermaid. Oh yeah, God. Um, Little Mermaid official trailer. Hopefully that's it. Put this on screen. Hopefully my internet will hold up. <laughs> Winky Winky knew who was protesting. <laughs> Uh oh! Protesting what? Oh, to see it. <laughs> Watching it. All right. Can you hear this? Yes. Okay. Disney One Hundred. I'm so sick of them. <laughs> this is loud. This is too loud for me. Keep hearing it's so realistic or something with like the the animation. Okay, I'm. This is pretty. I don't think there's enough, like... Color. Stuff in the water. Like, yeah, there's not enough color for it being for kids. And there's... And, like, it's like they're, like, claiming realism. But it's like, there is nothing in the water. Like, (laughs) it's essentially not there. There's no bubbles. There's no... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, little floating things. Yeah, why are there no bubbles as she's swimming around here? Yeah. It's like nothing. And it's so dark. Yeah, I heard. Oh man, I just groaned is the first time I heard that part. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And they've been like talking about, I thought this movie came out like a couple years ago. Uh, well, they announced like, all their uh, um, their live action remakes years ago because I wrote about them years ago, like yeah. long before yeah, you met them. me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, like, I thought it had come out because I remember them talking about it. So I thought it was already released, and 
it. <laughs> and then when they're coming out now, I'm like, I thought this, is this a sequel or did they, I just never bothered. <laughs> um, oops, actually, I didn't want to get it because I want to look at the comments, right? Yeah. Well, one of my problems with her is that like when they show her sitting there singing is that her skin glistens in a way that it only would if she was in air. Uh, like it does yeah. not look like she's underwater. Like there's mm. no, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not even talking about the wavy effect. I'm talking about how there's no softness to the texture of her skin that there would be if you were underwater. <laughs> so um, I'm like, why does it look like that? <laughs> okay. So before, I guess we'll wait to get into the comments and things of, of, of Twitter and YouTube and first just discuss our thoughts too. So, <laughs> I mean, and when Carter was asking the other day, we didn't want to get into it, but you said you had a whole thing about. Oh yeah. Yeah. And let me uh, pull up why I need to, I, um, I forgot to do that. <laughs> now. And, and everyone is, is up in arms about uh, about her being black versus you know, white, and at least I say I'll say that at least they did make her redheaded because they've been you know mm. getting rid of all the redheads mm. in media lately and replacing them with black people. But uh, I guess at least they <laughs> colored her hair red. Um, I have more opinions on this, but I'd like to hear Alex. So I do not agree with this with uh, changing the race of a bunch of characters like in a row like you do it every once in a while i don't think it's not a big deal but if you do it out of, as a habit as a company i think there's something bigger going on what I, other examples are there of of the repeatedly changing race um so uh well i mean actually it's not even just disney though oh, okay so, so it, just in it, hollywood like, and the, yeah, the, uh, the ginger, the <laughs> turning ginger people black yeah. is like a common thing mm -hmm. now that it's like, oh, it's a joke at this point. You literally did it again. Um, but like, to me, part of it has the problem is, is that the changing is going one direction. There's never any point where they're saying we're going to change a black, make this black person to make them. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that yeah, we're an Asian person. Like they don't, they're not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that that's that's not a good sign. Uh, the fact that they say that um, it that, like the one of the defenses is that it doesn't matter, and I and I always find that that's not a really good argument for saying that it yeah. that you should do it. Carter like, was kind of saying that because he was kind of saying I know like, like how does anyone care? I'm like well, so like people, people who people who uh, are anti woke don't care about who don't care about entertainment. Um, say it doesn't matter, but people who want this representation change say it doesn't matter too. So when the, mm. the second group says it doesn't matter, it's kind of a problem because it's like, if it doesn't matter, then why are you happy when they change it? Why are like, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it really clearly it matter. does matter <laughs> in a way to you. And I think it matters from a cultural standpoint, because for one thing, Africa doesn't have any mythologies about mermaids. That's a wholly European thing. Mm -hmm. So like, it's, it, it's like you be in, it's like, if you would say cultural appropriation is bad, you know, if that's what their argument is going to be, if someone wears something from Africa or you're like appropriating European, yeah, then you're appropriating European culture and that's not good either. Uh, and then also there's a lot of this kind of cultural year zero shit going on lately where 
they're literally replacing old content with new content to feed a narrative. That is it. Mm-hmm. That's like one instance of, of something like that happening is not a big deal. But if it keeps happening, if they keep doing it, that's a problem. Also, and this, and this is probably the final reason that really um, bothers me is the fact that Disney's not doing this for representation. They're not doing this to because they're so woke and they're so in love with Black American culture or Black people worldwide. That's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because they're basically saying um, they're giving themselves a shield. You know, they're like, if you think this movie's going to be bad, if you if you don't like this movie, it's only because you're racist. Because and you're racist. Know- and they know that they're going to get people on Twitter and shit to defend it using mm-hmm. that method. Even if it's they like, don't actually like the movie. They'll exactly. pretend. Back in 2018, I think it was, before they started race swapping, but when they announced a bunch of these live action films, I wrote about how bad of a move this was. And so they weren't even race swapping. And I was already saying, no, don't do this. Don't the make a bunch of live action Live action films generally. Yeah, I was yeah, just like, talking don't about make- that. Yeah, don't make a bunch of live action versions of your animated films is what I said because yeah. I was like this is a these like I said it it's like Disney acts as though it doesn't have money at that it can't take risks. And it's like you literally are in the best position to take risks narratively and you're not willing to do it. Mm-hmm. And and that, so I'm like before the race swapping, it was already a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I was talking, it was to my D&D group one day, and they're all like, they're woke people, but like mostly you can still have like conversations carefully. Because um, like I, you know, you, Alex, you and I have talked before too about how like we don't disagree on everything that is woke, though it's just mostly it's like the preachiness, but I, like, I'm not against certain aspects of it and that or when they just take things too far but they're like on a basic because i'm more in the you know libertarian (laughs) do it do what you will kind of thing but uh i was just saying how i i'm not interested in live action remakes of animations usually though because i'm like what's the point either like the animation's fine like it takes a lot of skill talent and time to do all that like and if the film's well done like i don't really care to see something done like it doesn't make me more excited like oh look at like these real humans doing so working with a lot of probably cg stuff still Um, (laughs) yeah and and like oh look at that i think it's just that like oh we can do this now we have the technology so if it's if it's the case of like we just kind of want to show off the skills of being able to do that that's one thing but it's a lack of of uh, creativity that they're not coming up with new ideas and then I'm really really uh, picky about uh, about how they how remakes are done because I how was I saying I, I kind of put it in three categories where it's like I either want you to do it exactly the same as like uh, and I'll say like maybe at least from book to movie or something I want you to follow through like because this is a it's different from animation to live action because the book like I'm imagining this if I'm yeah. going to see something, oh, if it's visual, then I want you to do exactly what was in this because um, I want to be able to see see what I've been imagining. But then 
so that's what I might want in one regard. But then there's the middle part of, okay, you took some liberties in changing certain things like that could, that can be okay. I might be all right with that. And then there's the part where you, you change so many things that I'm like, why not just make this a different character? Like you're only using the name, like for the brand to try and sell it. Mm -hmm. Or you could have just made it like, this is essentially a new story because like the middle part, I'll say that it's kind of like, I'll allow like uh, sometimes I can see like alternate universe. So I always go back to Riverdale where it's like, like, Hey, here are these characters totally different than anything else, but we're just like, we're loosely using them to kind of make our own alternate universe type thing. I'm okay with that. It's when they're like trying to blend it. We're like, we're remaking this, but changing certain things that you need to be okay with these change and acting as if we didn't make any change, like either make the changes like noticeable and, and, uh, an important, important, uh, or don't make those changes. And, yeah. and I, and I don't know, like I'm, it's specific, like it really depends on stuff for me. Cause there might be one thing where I'm like, no, I don't really care about this. And what I'll say the rings of power, the, I understand people who are upset that like, that they want like, Oh, it's European. There aren't, aren't any non-white people about like whatever, but I didn't super care about like, if you're not like the, the wife, the queen or whatever, that she's like a black uh, dwarf. Um, and I'm like, well, if I don't, and I don't know the characters, if she wasn't already a, a character who had a description and like uh, stuff, I don't really care. I think what I care about is iconic characters. Like Ariel is this pale skinned redhead. And then when you change something that like you are, this is how people know you is by the, and even in the live action, like her, she's got like dreadlock kind of red hair. I'm like, so it doesn't even look the same. So I'm, so I'm really upset by that. I'm not in like a racist way that I dislike black people, but it's in, you're changing an iconic character. And I think yeah. that's, that's important. I think like if you changed Eric, I don't like if you made him Hispanic or black, I was like, I don't think I care about that though. <laughs> like I think because he was, he, kind of just there like he wasn't really an yeah. important character anyway I'm like I don't super I think I would care about him um but well, yeah I think it's also an insult to African culture and African Americans to say we don't really think that your history of fairy tales matters to us I would totally watch a no see that's what I mean about them taking risks if they took a risk and adapted a uh, African fairy tale, and you know it was all—it was a fully black cast or whatever. I don't care. Uh, I would more—I would be more interested in that than I would be in this. Because I, I, when I was talking on Monday night about like, because my one friend was saying like, oh, the her voice is so different and like it's so great, like the, how different it is. And I was like, I don't know. Like I'm trying to like skirt around like talking directly about it. I was saying like, I don't know if I like the idea of it sounding different though. Like I have you know uh, expectations of what what the voice would be like. I'm not sure. And he asked if I'd seen the the uh, Rogers. Is that the right one? The Cinderella, the live action Cinderella in the nineties with uh, who was Brandy? Um, so, yeah, so it was Brandy. like a black cast though, and I have not seen that. But I, I, I kind of think like if you're trying to do it, like, hey, here's this thing where we're like we're just race swapping everyone. Like this is just the whole thing. Like maybe that's it. Like maybe if you matched it, where it was just like if everyone in the film, like that, like they all changed. Maybe I'd be more okay with that, though, because at least you're like, I'm being consistent with my changes among everyone. Yeah, I there is a, a supposedly very good movie starring uh, 
named Dev Patel, called The Green Knight, where he's the Green Knight, which I studied the Green Knight in grad school. So it's a British medieval kind of story. And it's very interesting and weird. Um, and he's the, he's the main character, Sir Gawain, in it. And it's like, well, that's a little strange. Everyone else, except for his mother, is also white, including his cousin. And I'm like, I don't know that I want to see this like this. <laughs> my, my suspension of disbelief is not to that level. But uh, because everything else about it is a period piece, like exactly. Oh, yeah, so I'm yeah. sort of like... If you're trying to be historically weird. accurate and stuff, yeah, like I can, I, I think I mentioned this before too, like I can suspend disbelief in, in different things. Like Louis C.K., I thought I, he he chose his ex-wife in the in the show Louis and she was a black woman. His children are white, he's white and his wife is black. And they, the only time I think it was really addressed was when like someone asked him about it and like, uh, and he was just like, I don't understand the question. Like he played it off as just like, confusion like why are you asking like yeah like she is and like yeah these are my kids like and they just never answered like a straight question well, that was a joke <laughs> and then and he chose her though because he just thought she was the best actress like she he thought that she played the role the best and didn't care and but like his his whole sitcom is like weird though too where like he had like weird non uh realistic stuff happen but like subtly and it was just so i think it worked for that and i i liked that i liked I like his choice of like, I don't care about the, the race of, and, but like, and it also wasn't a recreation of anyone. Like this is his own no. thing. It's original. So I'm like, yeah, I do what you want. And like, I'm, I'd be okay with that. So it's hard for me to say, like, I think if they did, if what, your description of the film, if they did that and it wasn't supposed to be like historically accurate, like this is a fictional piece. Like, I think I could get by. I'm like, oh, I don't really care about that either. Um, it kind of, in Chilling Tales of Sabrina, they had it was a cousin. His name was Ambrose, and he was like tan. I don't know. He's some sort of brown, where where like the you know Aunt Zelda and Aunt Hilda and Sabrina are all white. But it was just like, oh, he's a cousin though. Like I don't know who your actual oh, parents I, are. Like you might be half. Like so, so it's just like okay, have, that's not weird. Yeah, I have three Native American cousins. Mm -hmm. we're, yeah, we're blood I'm, cousins. I'm the, tan, I'm the only tan one on my dad's side. Like I live with my dad's family, so like any family pictures that are all white except me, though. <laughs> That's just like you know, that that happens, yeah. but but it's I think it's oh if it's not explained and it's supposed to be historically accurate like I can if it's fictional and you're in especially a comedy if it's a like a comedy I'm like all right yeah, like I, I will let that but if it's supposed to be serious and they're and you're historically accurate like yeah so it really depends on the situation yeah I think the part of the problem is that it's like if you're trying to say it's medieval England for the Green Knight and then why would there be Indian people there mm -hmm. at all? Like, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're a medieval fantasy world of something, though, like, okay, then you can have you anything. Make it like, up I yourself, really yeah. Care. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess when it's your own. Because the problem world, with, really. the, with Rings of Power is that, with the it's Black base. Elf, is that freaking Tolkien said that there were two kinds of elves, like mm -hmm. essentially two racial ethnicities of elves is essentially what he explained. And he said there was fair skinned, like fair haired elves and dark haired, olive skinned elves. So they look mm -hmm. like, so it's like Italians and like more Britishy looking ones. And it's like, he literally said, those are the only two. And, like, you're and then having that. Other yeah, see, and that's and that's where it's it's 
difficult for me where like, that's why I understand people who want to be who, who are big fan. I think my boyfriend doesn't like the 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 matting and like different. He's not watching Rings of Power anyway, but but it's just like that, <laughs> the concept of it he doesn't like. And I'm like I. So like I understand it, but it's just like on, on a personal level, I don't care though because I don't have any attachment to to that that. Uh, Although from what I understand, Reigns of Power has introduced a elves taking your job storyline, oh. which by the way, it's like if you wanted to do that, if you wanted to put, tell that story about people being racist, human beings being racist against elves and being mad at them for encroaching on their territory, you could have adapted Dragon Age, which literally already does that. Because uh, okay. people literally already hate elves and look down on them and are mad that they're around in that story. Hell, they did. I mean, I, I, so to me, I'm sort of like, why? You're making Lord of the Rings, but you're making it Dragon Age. Age. Was it not? It's, was Lord of the Rings, they didn't have that same, like, elves were less than in. No. Uh, it, okay. They didn't okay, have so this like, sort know. of, like, fight for territory and tension and fight for jobs and economic ideas or anything. Everyone's all like, those people over there are evil. Let's join together and fight that guy. And okay. <laughs> they're, the they're just usually separated though too. Cause like they have yeah, their own, they have their own kingdoms. Yeah. And so yeah. they just didn't associate normal. So then you might have uh, that where like, you might already think that like, I'm better than, than the elves or I'm better than the humans just because you don't have the interaction with with other communities were, and, and yeah they barely ever interacted unless uh, there was like a literal threat yeah okay okay so, mm-hmm. i don't know it's stupid and the people who did interact were like oh yeah this is elves and it was like oh yeah hobbits you know it wasn't it, it wasn't like a, a fraught relationship when they did right. meet so it's just it's it's really they've introduced modern politics into it essentially they're not acting like the elves are like illegal immigrants or something it's very strange and mm-hmm. not like I, I people who are fans of Tolkien I get why they're not watching the show and why they're pit or hate watching it because it's it's not really Tolkien yeah like it reminds and maybe I'm kind of on the other side than for, in referencing this uh it, it reminds me of like D&D um when I had RPG Pundit on an episode before when I was doing the interviews um I remember when I talked about this in the past, people were, uh, were upset with me for, because like they, the, the, there's lore in the D&D universe or like in certain parts, like certain worlds and stuff too, that they, you know, like dragons, the, the metallic dragons are evil, the non-metallic ones are good, like, and every, and they had alignments, like goblins are evil. And I didn't like that idea though, because like, if you're intelligent enough, then there's free will. And like, you should, like, I don't understand in the world that like, oh, that you just automatically are are good or evil based on like how, like what you were born as. Um, and I just didn't like that idea. So I made it, so my alignments have always just been like, there are some good goblins, there are bad goblins. Like there, it varies depending on stuff. My boyfriend plays a goblin. He plays a, <laughs> a, a warlock slash bard uh, producer goblin. He loves like performance and stuff too. So it's like all silly, but um, and what I really like with RPG pundit saying how it really depends on like I'm going, I'm doing like a uh, what was the the uh, I can't think of like the right term for it, but like I'm doing like a modern um, idea of like free will and individualism and stuff too, which is just like not like a lot of the D and D 
ideas are like they they have certain a certain he, go back and watch the episode RPG button because he's a lot better at explaining this like, <laughs> any terminology but it was just like oh these like there are different concepts of like this is the type of campaign that you're doing when like oh they're they they didn't have the same kind of like free will individuals and like they you did just have like here's the lore like the history of orcs here's the history of what whatever um and for me like I like I threw all that out because I just started my own like the histories are different like these are just like different creatures here though like the 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 builds the same but like everything else i'm going for an individual there's there's a split among D D players between people who are like no 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 book 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 and the people who are like no homebrew and uh, like honestly because it is interactive anything like that that is incredibly interactive i feel like you should have license to do with it as you will because it's literally telling you to do something with it. It's you're playing like, it, pretend around a table like this. You're just, I always say that you're just doing improv around a table. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I don't it, get it, it requires your involvement. So I feel like it's a little, it should be a little freer. Mm-hmm. I don't actually like it in tabletop when people are all like, oh, no, 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 no. The, the rule on this page says blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, it, it doesn't make it fun or not. <laughs> yeah. That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my biggest thing is like, are we having fun? Like, is this group that we're, we are playing a game together? Are we having fun doing it? And if you're going to, like, if rules are going to get in the way of having fun, then then like, why why play this? But, or like, you know, too strictly. Um, we're very loose with stuff. But even Gary Gygax, like he... Early on when he made it, people would call him up and ask him to like clarify certain things. But even he would say stuff about like, it's your game. Like ultimately, and even in the books, if you read the the starter, whatever, the DM manual, whichever one it is, player's handbook, something where like it says these are guidelines for it. And ultimately the dungeon master is the one who gets to like say in the end, like what you get to do. It's your game. You get to run it how you want. So I don't know. I don't understand people who who would be like you have to follow this like so exact or something though like I truly don't when it even says in in the books themselves and the creator is just like yeah like we all agree you're playing pretend you yeah, like that is to me a different kind of form of entertainment like every form of entertainment has its expectations and its rules uh, and I don't mean like a rule book rules I mean like what what people are willing to put up with. Mm-hmm. And what they don't want, and everything, as a as a group of people consuming that form of entertainment, and the problem I like I studied adaptation in in school. It was very important to me to think about adaptation as a writer, and people will probably let you get away with things if you are good. The problem is right now most of these changes that people are making most of the the skin suiting that's going on. They're not good. They're not good. And they're using the diversity as a shield for not being good. So even my woke D and D friends who are all guys, I'll wait. They were, we were talking about ghostbusters. I haven't seen either of the new okay. films, but they like pretty much, they're all agreeing that the first one with all the women was not a good film. And they're like, they thought like it had potential, but, the story was just bad. They said if they could have just done the sequel, 
and had had done it with them first, it could have been good. But like the story, and I, again, I don't really, I haven't seen either of them. But like, but they, <laughs> so it was it was interesting to hear them. Like instead of being like, oh, like it was so great, and we have to say that, like, it's, but like to actually admit and say like, no. And but I think you could even see too that they were kind of like iffy on like saying it a bit. Can I say this because of the fact that if you say anything negative about any of these skin suited films. They, or TV shows, they go, oh, you don't, you just don't like it because you don't like women. Mm-hmm. You just don't like it because you don't like black people. That's it, literally, they do that not because they care about representation. They do it because they know they can market a, a protection racket, like essentially around making those changes. Like, well, we don't have to make a really good movie. Instead, we can make a money grab and browbeat anyone who says it's bad you know, by using an ist word against them. It happens everywhere too, because it's not even just in like filmed things, because it happened at Second City. I think I've talked about this, where the one, I I was a server on the night staff there. And um, so I'd work through all the shows. It was (laughs) soul sucking. Uh, (laughs) But the, the one show, it was three black people and three white people. The director was black and he was hilarious. I thought he was as a performer, like he was a teacher, he was an instructor there. And they had like the, the, um, there were like certain nights of just improv in like some of the small theaters and they had a faculty jam and I thought he's hilarious like he was really funny but the show itself that they made was really preachy about racism and, and blackness and everything so that was the show that I saw the most walkouts on pe- of people but everyone like everyone was in denial like uh, on the, my coworkers and stuff too they're like oh they're just racist white people who don't want to hear like no they don't want to be called racist constantly in a two hour show they want to come here and have fun and they don't want to be yelled at and say, uh, being told that they're racist so it was just I, I had a couple like sh- they were both white and they were like getting drunk and but like they were upset because they were like military people and they were even saying like as they were walking out though too that like you know they they fought to protect this kind of like they they care about everyone though too they they didn't want to be called racist the whole time though and so it's just like yeah I get it like no I understand you can go to the box office and see if you can get your money back but. <laughs> That was the thing. When I reviewed The Last Jedi, before I reviewed it, I used to do this thing where I would do pre-watch thoughts, where I wrote about, like, the shit around the movie, and then I would watch the movie, and then I would write my review, and I would record that. So, like, for The Last Jedi, (laughs) in my pre-watch thoughts, I was like, you know, I don't, you can't walk into McDonald's and and have the server go, what do you want, you big fat ass? (laughs) Like, because immediately, what does that person do? They turn the fuck around and leave the store. And it's like, they're not getting McDonald's there. And it's essentially what a lot of these marketing campaigns are. They're like, oh, you don't want to watch this movie? Well, that must mean you're racist. It's like, you just insulted the audience. Uh-huh. And like, you think that they're going to stick around? Like, and, and it's so funny, too, when they say, you don't like my stuff? Then don't watch it. Don't read it. And then they... Don't don't, and then you're like, well, then you're, you're just you know watching. Uh, I I've always wanted they they are restaurants, and I've always wanted to go to one uh, where the, the 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 service the servers do insult you like that is part of the gimmick. It's just yeah, that like, they're that mean to you. Like, but it's your expect- yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, and I've always wanted to go to one of the, or work at one of those. That would be <laughs> that would be fun. So, the server though to just be it because. 
Yeah, I had to like, oh, I'm talking in an octave higher than than I normally do, and I'm just trying to be super cheery for three hours. Um, but yeah, and to just be able to be like mean. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't know that I could go to a place like that as a as a patron just because of the fact that like I don't like confrontation like that. I'm, so I'd be, I'd be so uncomfortable. I, I I'm super non-confrontational, but if it happened, I would just take it too. So I'm like, I wouldn't I wouldn't confront back if they were just being insulting. Then I'm like, oh yeah, just go cry mm. now and then we're in this booth. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would be I, someday I'll get to go to one. But yeah, I just, I don't think that like this whole idea of I'm going to, I'm going to make a movie or a TV show on an established IP because that will make me money because I can't, can't take any risks, mm-hmm. but, but, but I'm going to make changes. I know that the audience that I'm relying on is not going to like, and then I'm going to insult them for complaining and expect my movie to do well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The logical quality of that. Be in denial <laughs> if it's not. And just, yeah. Also, side note, just to admit something, every time anyone ever says IP, uh, and they were saying it on Monday night with my friends, I... I immediately think internet protocol and then I have to think like and it took me like 10 seconds because I'm like trying to remember like what does it stand for like in this context like what are we using <laughs> and I just intellectual like, property. property yeah I got there eventually I got there but it, like it takes me a while every time because I'm just stuck on internet protocol internet protocol like no but like every single time like it takes me a while before I'm like what are what are we talking about <laughs> I like um, I like it better when they do take risks. Like mm-hmm. uh honestly, like uh like for example, you were talking about like changing things drastically. Like for example, uh the Princess and the Frog, the animated movie, yeah. is drastically different than the Princess and the Frog, the fairy tale. Like inc- it's not trying to be it's not telling no, the no, same no. story with a black princess. Which by the way, if you've not read the story, the story's very weird. Um, what I'll tell you the um, she's like eight and she's playing huh. with this golden ball and uh, she loses it in some water and she tells this fraud to go get it for her. And the fraud goes, I will if you agree to marry me after I get it for you. And uh, she goes, No, uh, oh, it, no, she agrees, she agrees. So he goes down there and gets the golden ball, brings it up to her, and she and he's like, Okay, now you gotta marry me. And she's like, she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And he's like, no, you promised, and I did what you asked me to do. And he, and 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 she picks up the frog and throws it at like a rock face, and it dies, and then comes back to life as a prince. And then her father makes her marry him. <laughs> That's the princess and the frog. So, so honestly, I'm okay with that like being changed. <laughs> Like the whole kissing thing, that came later. The actual story of the Princess and the Frog is really weird and strange. Whose story was it originally? I think it's Grimm. uh, Okay, that's what it kind of sounds like. like, But uh, so like it's it's weird and stupid. So they like taking license with that. Sure, go ahead. No one is reading that story to their kids. From the from original stories to Disney movies, they've taken a lot of liberty and different things. I mean, like. 
I think Little Mermaid. I think in the like in, in the story, she dies yeah. and she becomes air bubbles or something. Like, or yeah, for three hundred like, years. Yeah, she's stuck and, as, and she does not marry Eric. Yeah, no, yeah, she and she like watches him fall. I think she he like gets with someone else though, and she's just like in the sky with like other mm-hmm. dead mermaid like <laughs> souls or something though too. And I'm like, this is awful. Like I do not. <laughs> Actually, the, the the funniest part about it is when he marries a different woman. And she's like outside his bedroom after they've consummated their marriage. I guess I don't know. It's like it, it, they had. They're asleep though. They're asleep. Um, so she's like, she's like, she has a knife, and she's like, I'm gonna kill him. And then she goes, Nah, I'm not gonna kill him. And oh, then I don't she even remember that. Oh, and oh then she God. dies. And oh, she was Mer- still. Oh. And then mermaids don't have souls, so she she goes. She's gonna be foam, sea foam. For 300 years and then god says you know what because you didn't kill him i'm gonna let you go to heaven after 300 years That's of right. being seafoam and I'm like, <laughs> and it's like uh the thing is though like what i find so funny about that is that it's like so she had the thought she had the knife she was literally there and she and was then, gonna kill him and god and rewards she, her for like for changing her mind <laughs> Okay, I'm so proud of you. You did such a great job in not killing someone right when you were like gonna do it. Well, so the thing is, though, is that like I thought she like say actually helped him or something. Not nearly. She did too, but she loved him. But he loved him. It's like I don't know that you love someone that you're gonna consider murdering them that far. Like in the building, they just they have that about that. But like. So, like, the Princess and the Frog animated movie, they changed a lot. They made it more, it's actually more based on Jazz Age Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. content. Um, And I love that movie. And, like, everything is different. Like, there's very little of it that is the same as the Princess and the Frog. Because the Princess doesn't turn into a frog in the Princess and the Frog. It's almost entirely a different story. So, it's not like it's the same plot. And they just plucked like one ethnicity out and replaced it with another one. Like yeah, <laughs> they took a whole, like, they made a cultural change in it. And which uh, is, I like adaptations like that, where it's, but I, I don't mind spins on, you know, like there's been a bunch of different Cinderella type stories and stuff too. So, like, but like when you throw it in, like we're taking this general plot and then, but we're putting it in like whatever, uh, age that you want to put it in medieval times put it in the future like whatever kind of thing they do it a lot for christmas movies (laughs) um (laughs) but uh yeah like i don't that's yeah i don't mind when it's just like i think of it kind of an alternate reality maybe i'll take that back with like the riverdale thing where yeah there's the balance between like you've changed it a bit and where where you either need to not use the characters at all or uh, and just say that's your own original thing or it's that i am loosely using it intentionally if you say you're being loose like if you say your adaptation is not close like mirror mirror is very good i really like mirror mirror that stars um lily collins and army hammer and uh what is her name uh julia roberts snow white thing okay but it came out about the same time as snow white and the huntsman but it's a comedy Rom, like mm. it's like a fairy tale rom com. It's really oh, yeah, fun. Yeah. It's fun. And then um like I want if I I like loose adaptations. I think loose adaptations 
are like, just you're not going to get the first viewing or the first reading experience that someone had of something. So just go loose. I think you should go loose. Mm-hmm. Go as loose as possible, in fact. I think that's better. Now, I'm going to say that some audiences are not going to be for that because of the fact that, like, the Lord of the Rings audiences are not okay with that. They're, they I don't <laughs> think it's loose enough then either. But uh, one thing I'll say, too, that, like, I know that you like the show, and I haven't given it a chance, but just based off of concept elementary, where I I I don't know if make it, it's either not loose enough for me or something, because I'm like, I just don't understand, like, you have, like, why you just changed Watson to be an Asian woman, right? It's the white man, Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, and then Watson is an Asian woman. And I'm just like, so I think it maybe it needed to be more both women, both some like you know, something else. Well, there, the, there was more. One of the other like really big loose things is that it's modern day, you know. <laughs> right, and it's I was thinking, huge. But then, <laughs> and I just don't know if it's I don't know what it is though. Like so, something about it. I have to think about like like I've, I said earlier, where it's just like it's dependent on the the story, the media that um, <sighs> because I'm like I'm really bothered by that change, and I don't know what would I'd, I'd be okay with if they made it better. Like Sherlock, I, I think you said you don't like that. I enjoyed it well enough, but and that's modern day. But they they kind of stuck to like the same characters and just plopped them into modern day and retold the the story. So I liked that, but then elementary i might i probably would love it as just a show itself but because they took those characters names i've just never like no i don't feel like watching this well well i like benedict cumberbatch and martin freeman as sherlock and watson i've never liked the mysteries on that show because they actually are not direct not, copies of the, the the mysteries from the the short stories so they're not actually as good um as yeah. like it's like, that's my biggest problem. And also, I didn't like what they did with Irene Adler. He beat her. And I'm like, he's not mm-hmm. supposed and to beat her. And they make her British. Her. Why was she British? She's like specifically know. American. And- yeah, I know. <laughs> and I didn't like what they did with Irene Adler uh, on Elementary either. Like, oh, really? I think okay. both shows screwed that character up. I'll be mm. perfectly honest. I don't think either of them did a very good job with Irene Adler. Um, it's like, just do what Irene Adler does in the short stories. She beats him. That's the only thing you have to do. And I'll be fine. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. the only thing that matters. Yeah. But, you know, um, for like modern days, like, it's not woke enough. Like, making her <laughs> yeah, really? It's like, how are you not as woke as he was? Yeah. <laughs> Where Irene Adler wins. Um, but yeah, like I, uh, I really like adaptations that do crazy things, and I don't like, like, honestly, um, what is that? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Until now, yeah. <laughs> the Beauty and the Beast adaptation is almost exactly the same as the animated. That's the only live movie. action one I've seen, and I hated it. Like really? I, it was boring, and yeah, I love Dan memorable. Stevens. And I love Kevin Kine, but I hated that movie. It was boring as all get out. <laughs> um, I I don't remember. I, like I saw it in theaters. I had friends who wanted to see it. I think, and then I remember Hermione Granger being in there. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I think it was just like, oh yeah, here's the live action, the thing, and then with a bunch of CG. So it's just the, the like where I could have just watched the 
animation instead. So I remember just being underwhelmed because I'm like, why do I care about this being live action? Uh-oh. Well, yeah, and then like uh, I know when they when they were getting when they were showing all their trailers for the Lion King live adaptation, live action adaptation, everyone oh, yeah. was sort of like, but they're all CGI. Uh-huh. So yeah. if they're all CGI. Isn't this just <laughs> animated? <laughs> yeah, that's what I think my boyfriend and I were talking about that too. We we're like, okay, we should just you need, and I think others have mentioned that too. Of like, get real animals, then it'll be cool. Like. Yeah. Uh, or you just, I guess you could do a cats thing and just get people to play. <laughs> Honestly, which is cool to see in theater. Yeah, if they had taken the stage costuming and mm-hmm. had actors do it, I think that would have been yeah. way cooler. Like, yeah. you know, so like really film it on location and everything. But just the actors in that kind of costuming, mm-hmm. I think it would have been awesome. I think but so the, too their cgi way of doing it was kind of like it's like it's, it's another it's a cartoon yeah it's a cartoon it's a it's a modern day cartoon thanks yeah. <laughs> i'll just go watch that. the old lion king yeah. <laughs> which um, is good <laughs> yeah so that's i just i'm generally against live action films from animations i think i'd have to think about ones that like oh this would actually be cool to see or oh my boyfriend said or sorry my friend who has a boy g-man is here my gentleman caller has <laughs> said uh what was it oh um robin what's from the robin hood the fox version of oh, robin yeah. hood, uh or anything like that where it's just all animals and then but i guess they'd be the same as lion king but like no you'd have to just use real animals like just put a fox in the robin hood costume <laughs> and like train him to do stuff um yeah i want to go back i've been ignoring chat elias <laughs> asked have you seen vids from decoy voice he shows some pretty gritty stuff on what's going on with the blue states on crime in california new york illinois oh what were we talking about back then with, with crime oh my well i mean i'm not surprised by that like <laughs> there's gritty stuff all the time and in the big cities so uh, fortunately when i was in chicago i did not personally deal with anything like that but i had a friend a co-worker at second city he was mugged by gunpoint twice um and near his apartment we are understaffed for cops in phoenix Mm. woefully so and it's tough when cities don't also don't let you like want to make it more difficult for you to protect yourself. Like Chicago is not a good yeah. place to be able to protect I mean, yourself. You can have a firearm here in the in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. At least you <laughs> that. Uh, but yeah, like I, the problem is that everywhere you go, they say no firearms allowed here, and I'm like, well, the hell, the hell am I supposed to protect myself on my way from? the parking lot to your like front door like I, I i don't know like what you think is gonna happen here and then we do have we also are a um we're not duty to retreat you're stand stand your ground good yeah um honestly i don't want to live in a place that says that you have to retreat retreat yeah i i, I forget i was looking at pennsylvania there's specific but even out here though too i think like or at least in like a rural area where you're like you kind of like i don't we don't have police around here we have 
sheriff, I think state police, but I've never seen it. Like you kind of just, I think they expect you to take care of yourself too. I mean, that's why it was so easy for me to get my concealed carry. Like I literally went in, did a background check, got my picture and it was out in like five minutes though, because the, the woman said that the sheriff there believes that like, if you pass the background check, I don't see any reason why, why you can't have the, the license. And if you, if something happens then we just revoke it later on, but like you get like, all right, you get it now. And then you get it taken away later. Yeah, we don't. Um, you can get a concealed carry uh, license here, but you don't need one. Oh yeah, so yeah, you got. You can still conceal carry. Uh, nice. We have a ninety-nine out of a hundred gun freedom rate in Arizona. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <We laughs> open carry. If you just make sure that you always have it showing everywhere, then that's fine. You just can't hide it if it conceals it. <laughs> and you need the permit. Um, but Chicago, I was thinking I was saying this on JDA stream earlier too, with how like you, they had signs every, like you couldn't carry it and like the trains, like any public trans transit, uh, buildings always had signs that said no guns allowed because like, obviously all the criminals are going to listen to that and nothing ever happens then. So, yeah. um, but it's, so it was too difficult. I have a friend who I think just applied because like, it's more you had to apply to get a card to be able to buy a gun in Chicago. Um, and I forget what it's called, like the FOIC, there's an acronym or something. Oh, but I've heard of that. Yes. Uh, yeah. F-O-I-C? There's a FOID card, but then there's, which is maybe a different gun thing, but then, yeah, but the one that he said, what was it? But yeah, yeah. And it's just to be able to purchase the gun, which is... Dumb. Not around here. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty much like you pass the background check um, at the store and then you can get one. Uh, all right. It's going to bother me. I want to know what this is called. <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> the well, one firearm of the owner's I... identification card. Yeah. Mm. One of the reasons why I don't want to live in a place that has duty to retreat is because I have exercise-induced asthma. Like, <laughs> so they like forced to run and then die from an asthma attack <laughs> or get caught like i'm sorry but yeah. most, someone who's gonna attack somebody is probably gonna be like if they were gonna attack me they're probably in better shape probably taller because i'm all, i'm only five three they probably could chase me down like within a few steps like <laughs> i'm like i don't think that i'm out running basically anyone i literally made a joke on twitter today because someone was showing this guy walking around on a subway holding a brick with his pants around his ankle and everyone's all like oh yeah but you gotta be near your neighbors and someone said yeah but you can't outrun this guy and i said this might be the only one i can outrun <laughs> yeah that, and that's I maybe I was a little less concerned in Chicago too, like at night because like oh, I'm five seven, I'm you know broad shouldered and stuff too. Like I'm not dainty, <laughs> so and then so then you just like walk with like a mean mug on your face too, and uh, yeah, I don't remember being bothered. But I also carried a knife and pepper spray in my pockets a lot of times too, though. So I don't go night. anywhere without a knife or pepper spray on me. That's mm -hmm. damn certain. I don't take out my trash without <laughs> shit really? on me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I live in Phoenix, so it's right. not it's That's not fair. safe. And I am not five seven. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> yeah. And I did want I did always walk like I was like, I'm gonna beat your ass and wore a leather jacket even if it was hot outside. Oh my god, <laughs> I die. <laughs> it wasn't fun, but uh 
Honestly, I'd rather not have not my just students be murdered. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like, just like, just kill me. I'd rather not like die of heat stroke. It's because I, I do not handle heat well. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, walking outside here, I just have to be afraid of the rooster and goose. They're going to be it. But uh, I have been carrying my gun around a lot in my purse, though. So I, but then I don't know because I'm like, I don't feel like I need it. Like Chicago is where, like, oh, I should take that around. Like out here, I don't know. Everyone's got guns, so <laughs> someone will help me out. <laughs> but mostly, you'd be afraid of like animals attacking or something, which doesn't happen. Yeah, I remember one time I was walking to work and I saw two guys like just start trying to fight, but they both didn't really want to get punched in the face, so they were like swinging and also like doing this at the same time. <laughs> so no one landed so a blow, pathetic. and then they were like so pathetic. <laughs> so nothing happened it was like i was like oh like it, it was on the other side of the street and it was like oh are they gonna fight are they are they fighting and then and, and i'm like still walking because i don't want to attract attention to myself while they're doing that because they are aggressive and then i realize i, I realized oh no they, they <laughs> <laughs> and then a cop car literally drove <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that they were threatening at all because that fight was too pathetic. Uh-oh. Yes, exactly. The cop did not stop. I thought that was hilarious because I was like, yeah, they're not they're not even trying really. They just don't want to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Like uh-huh. later on, I thought it was hilarious. Hi, Mr. Drummer. <laughs> Good evening to you, sir. Um Oh, we, we did. Ask. Oh, we should talk about the the comments on the. Oh letter. yeah, so we will do that. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Meat thing funny. I don't think he knows about the mystery meat thing. He doesn't watch this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> G Man does give me permission to call him my boyfriend. Okay, good. It's hard to remember. Uh, oh, he also. What does he say about? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you only have a duty to retreat to the extent you're able. If you have a disability that changes things a bit, what was it in New Jersey? I think Keith was telling us about this before. Um, I knew about where, that case. Yeah, where like the woman had a, she had to retreat, and then so she tried, and then she went out. Oh, what was it? She had a ba- she went out to the bedroom. There was a balcony, but she hid in the closet. And then the guy went and after her, and so she shot him. But then the prosecutor was like, "Oh, you had a balcony, and then you were on the second floor. Like you could have jumped. Could you have jumped off the balcony and and not died? And like, I might have, like I might have broken my leg or something. So like, oh, okay. So she I got in trouble. She got fined or whatever. If or whatever. yeah, she got charged. Punishment. And then and she, like to me, the problem is, is like I can slip in my kitchen and hit my head and die so if Mm -hmm. i jump from a balcony the chances of me dying are way higher than that yeah head trauma is not a joke and i would i probably would have answered could you have yeah like jumped off the balcony not died like no i could not i'm not (laughs) athletic enough i probably would have hit my head like likely would have or something else and then i would have died and you would have been your fault I would not have said no. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have survived. Like, what are you talking about? If I hit my head on the concrete, that would have killed me. Like, what are you talking about? Depending on like what's your balcony like or something. I would just. I read a thing about a duck, a duckling. Like uh, they were talking. Like it fell off a balcony though, because they like went outside. They were upstairs. They're just babies, and it got loose and it ran out. And like it was. I think it lost its. I don't think it. Maybe it didn't die immediately. I think it was injured enough though that they had to put it down. Um, so like, yes, this is, and they and baby birds are pretty like bouncy and stuff though. So 
Gene Ellis <laughs> bouncy, so that's going to be no. more dangerous. I like Gene Ellis. Your honor, would you jump? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid to, uh, but then we're getting to like prosecutors, and I hate I the justice know. system. So I, I don't know exactly with that. Hmm. Wait, that was the thing when I was like really considering of going the traditional route for like publishing my fiction and finding an agent and everything. Hmm. And I was like, would I have to do a book tour? And I was like, would I have to go to New Jersey? Would I have to go to New York City? Would I have to go to California? And I was like, no, thank I don't think I want to travel. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what was it? Like even any other court that I, I don't remember if I mentioned this on air before, but I got uh, a, a bill, a fine for like, for going through a red light. I think, was it in New Jersey? In Delaware? Maybe it was Delaware. Wherever, I think it was Delaware. Um, and so they had a picture of like the license plate of the back of a car and then it ran through a red light in Delaware in, in July or something. And I was like, clearly not our car. I think it had the same letters of, of it, but then like the car was totally different. So then I had to do like a dispute thing. So I took pictures of the back of my car and, and was saying how I'm like, this car has never been to Delaware. Like we've never driven out there. And I like, this hasn't been here. And I even I added in too, I said the back of the car and like in the, in their thing was way too clean to be ours. Cause we live on a back road or like a dirt road. That's so our, <laughs> the back of our car is constantly just covered in like dirt and mud though. Like, and, and even in the pictures too, like you could see it, like they're clearly different types <laughs> of cars, but I just like added in sass to it. When yeah. I'm, like jury notice thing for whatever reason, like I, or I think I was like in school or something. So I just wrote in like, can't do it. Cause I'm not going to be here. I also like circled their typos and stuff too, and just corrected their spelling, whatever errors and things that so like, sometimes I just get like sassy and in Arizona, uh, jury summons, you have to respond to them digitally. Every Almost everything is digital in Arizona, like to respond to stuff and everything. So like I got a jury summons a couple of years, quite a few years ago now. And um, uh, they were, uh, luckily though, I think by state law, if you get jury summoned, like you, your work will pay for one day or something like that, at least. Mm. Um because usually, I mean, most people don't get called for very long. But so, like, I go in and I, I rescheduled it. I First of all, I pushed it back. I was like, the Monday before Thanksgiving, you're not going to be able to pull anything out that day. I'm absolutely certain. So I, and then I, and then it makes me go in. I go in. That room is fucking freezing, by the way. <laughs> and they, they play Age of Ultron. And I'm like... <laughs> And they let us have free coffee and snacks and everything. But the only thing I could have was coffee. Uh, so <laughs> and, I, and I'm sitting there. And then, uh, like, I had told my office, too, about, like, that I had this jury summons and everything. And I and and they were like, well, do you think you're going to get called for the jury? And I was like, well, I don't believe in vice crime, so probably not. And they're like, oh, yeah, probably not. And <laughs> so then... We sit there. There's two cases on the docket, just two, only two, and usually it's a lot worse than that. This is fucking Phoenix, and and then they're like, uh, "You all get to go home." It was like nine thirty or something because we've they pleaded out, and I was like, mm. "I knew it. I knew scheduling the Monday of Thanksgiving would be like the best time to not have to serve." <laughs> <laughs> 
And I've not been called since. <laughs> one one quick question and then we'll get into the little mermaid thing. What falls under vice crimes? So it's like the it's the moral behavior kind of is that what that is? Yeah, like prostitution and drugs. Okay. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, so then I think of like, no matter whether they like actually committed the crime, I would just, I, I hadn't thought about that. Like what way I'm just like, Oh, not guilty because I don't believe in. in if this. they asked you like, wait, is there any reason why you think you shouldn't be that you wouldn't, you know, I don't be think objective. this should be a crime. Yeah. I don't think this crime is um, like ethical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that the state has the the right to convict this crime. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they no, probably but, will say get go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is everything consensual? Did like no one was forced or harmed or anything though? And then like, okay, I don't think this is a crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Let me put up this. So which. Yeah. Do I need to reorganize or just any of these? No, these are pretty fucking, yep. So the, the, yeah, just, so let's just read them, some of them. I nearly cried when Flounder grabbed Ariel by the face, looked her dead in the eyes and said, hasta la vista, baby. So heartfelt and moving. (laughs) I love the part where Sebastian says, I killed them, not just the mermen, but the women and mer children too. I might have cried. What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the part where Sebastian sacrifices himself because his missiles jammed to save the world and blow up the mothership is so moving and inspiring. And when he said, tell my kids I love them very much, had me in tears. Such a wonderful and original work of art. So is there a point that this trailer was really lame and that like nothing yes. happened in it? And it was just like, they're, what? They're- their point is that it's a it's a money grab adaptation. Yeah. It's shit. So it's like, they're just... Yeah, so these all the comments are like this. By the way, I, love I the part where the little mermaid said it's mermaid time and mermed all over the place. <laughs> when Ariel says the joke, "What's long and hard and full of semen?" A submarine has me in stitches. <laughs> Alma. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they this all. This... They're like quoting uh, other movies. Uh huh. <laughs> they. Yeah, and and okay, so I think my friends had mentioned too that the maybe the scenes that they had shown in this trailer that they, it was just dark because of uh, in the cave and stuff too. So maybe other parts would be brighter, but uh, because it's like you want if you're trying to be realistic, like oh, are you making it dark that way or? But like the movie is bright and colorful, and oh, one thing too, I'll add that I forgot to mention earlier as far as like the race stuff. In the TV show that they made after the movie, they did have a black black mer people. Ariel had a black friend, and, and there so was th- a Hispanic deaf mermaid. Too. Oh yeah, I forgot. Was that a mermaid or merman? I don't remember. No, it was a mermaid. Okay, I thought there was a Hispanic merman as well, maybe somewhere there. But yeah, so they they had other. It was it's just like you didn't you don't need to change Ariel. Like if you're gonna just include other characters again, it's the iconic part though. So like if you you can just have other races because they already had that in the animation. Like they, I wouldn't just care. But yeah, the the problem is is that like don't take an established character for representation. That is mm-hmm. just a silly, stupid move. Yeah. Versus like adding a new character, I no one gave a shit when they added those new characters. No one cared. So it's right. like that's the so it's like just do that. 
just make a completely new character. No right. one would bitch. And whatever, like if the plot were different, like they, they added in something new or they just add, uh, added in a character to help out in some way. I don't know. Like even, I wouldn't even care if they like made her sister, if they were just all different colors and shades and stuff too because she had a bunch of sisters and then dad like because again it's ariel who's the iconic look and maybe the dad um that they look that way and if you just kind of had like other ones down there like in different skin tones and different uh, uh what's it called there the fish part of her um <laughs> tails and stuff I, I think I would be okay with that. It's just like when you're the m- main iconic characters in a story, like that matters. Did you know that the sisters represent the seven seas? Oh, I did not know that. I didn't remember how many she had. Yeah. So like, that's the thing is that, um, and someone made a joke about the fact that her mom represents the dead sea. <laughs> because it's like a lot of it's based on the, of on like European, uh, maritime kind of stories and stuff so it's like that's that's why they're based on the seven seas <laughs> yeah oh, you're a cool. wizard harry <laughs> sebastian <laughs> um and there's the twitter comments and stuff too right about uh oh yeah that. yeah discussing films comment I don't understand. Uh, StreamYard really did just stop allowing you to like swap tabs anymore. I don't know why. I wonder if like things were shared that were like ungodly or something. They're like, well, (laughs) we can't let you do that anymore. Um, So you have to stop sharing and then reopen it. Uh, What does it say? I don't remember which one this one is. Oh, discussing film. Halle Berry looks exactly like Halle Berry. Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> I was like, Holly Bailey looks exactly like Ariel, complete with the red locks and the little mermaid. Incredible singing, and the film already seems very close to the animated version. Yeah. Yeah, she looks just just like her. And I get yep. it. This picture is not uh, with her with the red hair. However, I think there are some differences between the two. <laughs> and honestly, if we're going to, oh, as we're, I don't like judging by look. But while I'm judging by looks, I don't super like that her eyes are so far apart. I think was hmm. who was that winky winky woo was saying that why are her eyes so far apart? Yeah, yeah. See, Winky, (laughs) you get me. I but maybe it's kind of like a fish thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna gonna be mean to say, but I had already started and I committed, so I had to finish. Well, you like flounders literally have both yeah, their eyes on the same uh-huh. side of their face. Which, by the yeah. way, if you kiss a flounder, you're supposed to have good luck. And I used to be really big into marine biology, and I took a trip mm-hmm. to San Diego as a kid, and we dragged a net behind the boat. We got a flounder, and uh, they mm-hmm. said that, and they're like, "Who's willing to kiss the fish?" And I kissed the fish, and then like. <laughs> No, I was fine. But then, like, years and years and years and years later, so I told someone that story, and they're like, that's why you're so damn lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 
what was I going to say to, oh, with Flounder, I hadn't seen him in there, but I think other people, maybe they saw other things that they're like, oh, the design of Flounder looks good. Are they trying to make him look realistic? Did they make a realistic looking Flounder for this <laughs> no, movie? If they're trying to go with a realism thing? Because the two eyes. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have the Matt Walsh thing here, though, but like he, we can talk about that, how he had said that like if you're what, what, I don't remember what he said do you remember what he said I, he I said something about oh if you live at the bottom of the ocean you would have translucent skin and then I know that he was like trying to joke and like in, in antagonize people but I had already been saying that too just as far as like them being upset by like yeah, the whole thing is is fictional though and I'd been saying like you're going to be albino or translucent or something like the things that, and I, uh, I think I have the images up that I posted in Discord when you, Julia, and I were talking about it. But like yeah. the things at the bottom of the sea are terrifying looking. Like that is just, they, where are they at? Let me pull them up. Well, the, the, the jokes about them saying that she looks exactly the same is that mostly were about like blind jokes. Like, oh, so you're, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, um, like Ray Charles and shit like that. Oh, if you could. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the I like that too. Um, where are they? Oh, show more replies. Oh, it's because there are a lot of bad replies, and then Twitter likes to hide them and makes you have to click more because yes, they're like mad when they're like yeah, if they're negative comments, then Twitter's just like oh, there aren't any comments here. Yeah, but like a lot of the quotes were like blind and stuff. They're just showing you the good comments. Yeah, there's usually like something. Oh, Spanish. Um, Pay no attention to what your eyes see. We'll definitely we'll define, we'll define reality. reality for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see, Margot Robbie looks exactly like Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> I said that if she looks exactly like the Ariel, then I look exactly like Angela Bassett. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like if we're if that's what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, oh, was it? She does a bit actually. I can't wait to see it. Same face. Can I play Pocahontas? I don't know if that, I mean, that one's. I always like watching Spanish or like looking at Spanish people's laughter because I like John. Oh, I know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a couple of people who, Spanish speakers who are subscribed, and every once when they show up, they do cha 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 I think it's hilarious. Psst, Ariel is white. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I think and then like cool. people are going, why not have Ryan Gosling play Obama? Or <laughs> yeah. <Lloyd?" laughs> See, but, that's the thing is that you know these only go one direction. You know these changes mm-hmm, only go in one won't. direction. Like colorblind casting is only going in one direction. That is a problem. I will. I I think that shows that society right now is okay with shitting on one particular race. <laughs> Think that they think it's okay. Realistic thing. This is for Little Mermaid, and and what was I doing? I was doing part of your world, and <laughs> anglerfish, and just insert anglerfish into. <laughs> and this is Ariel, and, and falling in love with Eric as this. Well, let me see if I had I had blobfish, and uh, what was I don't even know what the other one. I forget what the other one was. So that's anglerfish. We have. Blobfish. I have too many tabs open that I was gonna show. There it is. I love blobfish. They are terrifying. Like they don't look as bad underwater, underwater? but when they 
when they yeah because like once they hit a certain point then the, the pressure change is not good for them and it makes them blow up but they're but they're not the best looking underwater either but above water <laughs> they're horrifying <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're so i mean no matter what i think blobfish would gross blobfish. I'm a blobfish. i love them. <laughs> they're so gross but that <laughs> one that juliet sent that like it was a drawing of Ariel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have I have that, that one, one up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The third one. Here's the other one. I forget what the name of this one is, but that's all. Like, again, like, you're under like, at the very bottom of the sea. Like, you're translucent. You're ugly because no one's looking at you. You don't need to be pretty down there. A lot of times you're blind. Yeah. Uh, those are just my fine Juliet's that she shared. That was uh, the best one. This is what actually, like, did what Matt Walsh said. <laughs> there it is yeah um i i think the art is good but yeah it is i actually <laughs> <laughs> like it's still ariel but it's yeah. ariel realistically it's like as she scary. would be it's scary ariel scary it's scary scary yeah hashtag scary uh <laughs> yeah it's uh <laughs> I I mean I, I think like you know sea creatures like they're so they're sea cucumber like the the animals in in the ocean are crazy like I love and I know that you're into marine biology and stuff too so it's just but I think it's so funny that like if you're gonna talk real realism for this movie then like you either do it or like shut up about it though because like yeah, it's hilarious if you did it realistically. <laughs> But because well, then it's shape of water. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> like Guillermo okay. del Toro. Because that thing was ugly and she still fell in love with him. <laughs> mm, yeah, I forgot about it. I don't think I saw the full film, but I remember parts of it. But the shape of water is just Beauty and the Beast meets Hellboy. That's all that movie is. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know why it won Best Picture. It's not that good. It sounds kind of boring. <laughs> Honestly, there's a point pretty early on in the movie where he eats a cat, and I'm like, you know what? I don't like him. I'm not <laughs> interested. You know, anytime animals die, I'm just like, I'm over this. I don't want a part of this anymore. That's the thing is that you can't make one of your main characters that you want me to root for eat a cat or a dog yeah, uh, or kill right. him. Like, I'm not, I, like, nope, not happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is John DeLaRose still streaming? Like, he started. Four or five hours ago. Damn, man! I just, I just see his <laughs> live right now. Jeez, Louis, we should stream snipe him. He always streams Alf. snipe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, Stuart. Alf ate a cat. Oh, oh no, yeah. the, the main, the the fish guy uh, from uh, uh, Shape of Water eats a cat. That's that was the thing I noticed about that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just oh yeah, like in Stranger Things, the the demo dog, whatever, like it killed the one cat. And I was just like, I don't. How can I like you now? I just Moog. It killed Moog. Yeah, uh, and the poor mom is like looking for a cat and everything. I'm like, yeah, know, she's not. Yeah. I'm like this is this is so shitty. Like I'm, <laughs> um, I've not seen the latest Black Adam trailer. Okay, I don't. Which one should we be watching? Maybe should we just pick one? We've been talking about aerial and tangential things for a while. 
Yeah, we did. Let's watch the latest one. The legacy one. Okay. If, yeah. uh, everyone else, you can watch the old ones. We haven't watched this one yet. Okay, this is already up. Cool. Before a world of heroes and villains. Don't oh, mention birds is, of prey. This is in the DC world? It all. Yeah, it is. Okay. I knew it because she was in one of the other trailers. Uh, oh, why do I know her? She looks familiar. Suicide Squad. She was in Suicide Squad? Both of them. I think I've seen her in something else. In a TV show. His powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. You have two choices. You can be the destroyer of this world. Or you can be Hi. savior. Oh, the hero. <laughs> See, I had no idea. I think I watched the trailer first and then looked it up because I had no idea who he was. So then I, like, I had a guess for, of it. They're like, oh, you're someone who's going to be both uh, hero and villain at different points in comics or something though too. So that's what this that's what it looked like. That he, but he's also known as like one of the top supervillains. I think I read that he's up there with. Yeah, like, he's like uh, Shazam's or Captain Marvel, as he was originally called. Uh, uh, his like top villain, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, what I like, honestly, I I think I watched the second trailer first, which is where they introduced that they're doing the Justice Society, and oh, yeah, when, yeah. when I saw that Pierce Brosnan's going to be Doctor Fate, I was like, I might want to watch this one. Really? <laughs> yeah, I like Doctor Fate. I'm a big fan of Doctor Fate as voiced by Oded Fair in the TV show, but. Um, Pierce Brosnan is a very good choice for that, I think. I don't know anything about DC super <laughs> supers. Like nothing. Like I I said it before that Adam West's Batman is like the only thing that I the only Batman that I've seen and just pretty much the only DC thing that I oh no, I have seen Suicide Squad. I think I, I did watch at least the first one and maybe the second one, but I like that. The Suicide Squad is very good. Very, very good. Suicide Squad is fucking terrible. Which one? <laughs> oh, so Suicide Squad's the first one, and that's the one with uh, Jared Leto as the Joker in it. Oh. Uh, and Cara Devangeline as Enchantress. It's very bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's oh. also got Will Smith in it. Uh, the Suicide Squad is the one with um, oh that one uh, just came out last year yes and that one has uh, Idris Elba and uh, uh, so they, it's John not a Cena. sequel they just redid it it's a sequel it oh, is a sequel okay. but they're not really referencing a lot um, okay. and there's not a lot in the first movie that is worth watching, honestly. Uh, and, and there's a reason for that. Fun. You hated it, though? I guess I'm not the best you. I, maybe you're just coming in as someone who didn't know anything about it. You know, that, like, oh, this is kind of, like, this is action-y. So this, and it had some funny parts. 
Like Jared Leto was terrible as as Joker. I He's not really Joker. like him. I guess I kind of just liked what's her name, Harley Quinn. Harley, yeah, like, Margot oh, Robbie actually. is actually not a bad Harley Quinn. I just didn't like how she looked in that movie. Honestly. Did they not make her hair right? Or did she looks terrible as Harley Quinn. Like, there's that uh, point where she has the freaking mallet, and then she immediately puts it away, and I'm like, no, fucking uh, shit up. And uh, but then in uh, in uh, Birds of Prey was also bad, a bad Harley Quinn. Like Margot Robbie is a good Harley Quinn, but they kept they kept writing her bad and they kept designing her bad. But then they did um, the Suicide Squad, and that one is. Uh... <laughs> By the same guy who who did, it's James Dunn, and I like James Dunn. I think he's a very good director, and he uh, he was like. Well, see, the thing is, though, is that people wanted to see Harley Quinn in the black and red kind of outfit. So, she, like, Margot he, Robbie plays Harley Quinn in the same in both movies. Is that yeah? In all three movies, she's Harley three Quinn. Three of them. Oh. Birds of Prey or that the Invitation of Harley Quinn, which is not a good movie. I don't like that movie. But Harley Quinn, but but Margot Robbie is very good as Harley Quinn because, for one thing. She gets the physicality of Harley Quinn, right? Because there are points where she's like doing like crazy stunts and contortionist things that mm-hmm. Harley Quinn is supposed to be able to do, and Margot Robbie's really fucking doing. Them. Yeah, like, I, even the even the elevator run-ups. So I was just about to mention, yeah, that the yeah, wasn't the director she really does about, like, that. And he was like, "Where are the wires or something?" There too, like no, like she just did that on her. Like she she ran up like back, and I thought that's impressive to just have. She's that. impressive. Margot mm-hmm. Robbie's impressive mm-hmm. as Harley Quinn, but they're they have underutilized her for a while. I think they did a good job in the Suicide Squad. I think you think she was directed to do that though, but they the I think they. Uh, she was directed they expected to do like wiring or something because i think it was the director or someone was just like they didn't realize that she was going to do like or even if you're directed like to be able to do that physically like that's what yeah, i mean a lot of people thing. just get like, a stand-in to do that yeah, shit yeah. they don't so, do the it that she can do that herself is like i don't know i'll give you props for being able to be that athletic and in heels yeah. wasn't she in like high heels doing she like- was she the scene there's a scene in the suicide squad where she literally uses her feet to grab a set of keys and like then like her arms are locked up above her head and then she brings her feet up uh, to the to the lock with the key in them and she literally uh, did that wow and it's like that's impressive. Like she's doing most of her own fighting stunts and all that stuff. So I am pleased by that. I just have been very unpleased by the writing of the two previous movies with Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Adam West was the best Batman. Uh, <laughs> so I'll have to check it out. Conroy was the best Batman. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's what, like I had DC stuff. I haven't been super, in, but maybe I, I like the the villains more though because they're more interesting a lot of times. Where honestly, the Rhodes Gallery of DC is way better. Like Rhodes it is Gallery. honestly, yeah. Oh, way I know the words that you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Okay, well then we're gonna have to. I won't look into everything right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's definitely, but I think what's nice, and, and I agree with my my boyfriend. I hadn't thought about it until he, and I agreed with him when he explained it years ago with how, like Marvel heroes, they they're more re- human, like they have flaws and stuff. When there were a lot with DC, where it was just you have Superman who's like perfect and just the one flaw, and um, and so and I, but maybe now DC, like with all the modern days, that like they are throwing in more the human characteristics of things, but some of them are literally not human. So um, <laughs> a lot of them, like that happens in Marvel too, but, but they, I think just throwing in flaws. Like when you're, when you've got two, you're too great at everything, then like Captain Marvel, uh, then people don't, won't tend to like you as much. And it's nice to like, that's why I think Batman is well liked. Cause like you're just a human and very flawed, like psychologically with issues. And um, Batman is, is the best DC hero. He's, it's the reason why he has the most adaptations mm-hmm. because he is literally the best one. He's the most interesting of their characters, of their heroes. Their villains are highly interesting. Um, that's the thing that they're very good at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah. And like their backstories and stuff too. Like I think it's in, like Harley Quinn's uh, Joker, like her, her like she was uh, his therapist and she, and he like slowly had her, her go mad. And then, so she just became, I think that's really intriguing. Um, the funniest thing about Batman's villain villains is that almost all of them have doctorates. <laughs> I forget. Like, there's a, there's a, a thing, there was this guy that used to make these fake text exchanges for superheroes. And I don't know who it was, but it, they were brilliant. They they fell out of favor, but like one of them was so good. It was Mr. Freeze contacting Batman. And he goes, I don't want you to call me Mr. Freeze anymore. I have a doctor. You call me Dr. Freeze. <laughs> and, and Batman says, no. Every scene, he's like, if I if I do it for you, then everyone's gonna ask. Me to do it. And he's like, what do you, if Doctor Mister Freeze is like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, Doctor Harley Quinn, Doctor Poison Ivy, and they're like, Doctor Scarecrow. <laughs> There's so many of them. What was what was that from? It was just a meme, like an internet. Okay, thing. okay. I didn't like know some if was guy like made these like ex- text exchanges, fake. Oh, okay. okay. I, I love fake. Like whenever I see like hero things, like where you just do. When I've seen like Captain America and, and Iron Man or something, like when they have like text threads, like I love oh, yeah. seeing all of those. That's so funny. Yeah, there was one. There was one where it was all like. Uh, Cap was asking Iron Man if he could get on like his health insurance. And he's like, why? Why do you need to get on my health insurance? And he's like, well, it's kind of hard to get a health insurance when you're 117 years old. (laughs) (laughs) We had to do that. I I mean, it was prior to like it being like super popular because this was back in 2004 five or six or something like that like in my ninth grade English class my my aunt was my English teacher but she had to just do like Romeo and Juliet and we had to do like whatever big project and one of the things that we had to do were like instant messages between like Romeo and Juliet and or whatever characters and stuff too so we had to so we had to just do like chat speak I am kind of things and that was really fun to have that but that was so long ago um earlier internet I could do a project like that for uh English once about the Greek gods yeah. Greek and Roman gods, where I, I was writing about Artemis, 
and it was like a bunch. It was like a, a news spot flyer for about Artemis, and it was like part of it though was an exchange between her and Diana, like the moves they were making against each other, because those are the same people, by the way. Um, <laughs> and like one of them, I said, like I made a rape joke or something because they're both supposed to be virgins, and <laughs> and I'm like, I was. 14 at the time i thought it was funny uh no i i was like you're gonna get in trouble for this like but i still put it in there <laughs> um what, what did i say winky had said that riddler was the best love joker but riddler's best i don't remember the, so most of the villains i know is from the adam west version of the and i really like i miss the penguin <laughs> um the penguin was uh you know, the umbrella and everything. Too. And so here's a little story, anecdote, um, that uh, back in college, my one friend, I've known her since I was like 12, but she she and I came up, I think this was when we drove a meg, or rode a mega bus from Pittsburgh to Harrisburg because it was only a dollar to, to, and then we were dropped off at this like mall over near, Har- it wasn't actually in Harrisburg, so it was like nearby. And then we went into outdoor world i think was what it was called so we were just like wandering through that it's like what are we doing here and then there's a giant fish tank she was like pretending that she could talk to animals thus born the superhero ideas of aquamaid and aqualass so then i just drew like some comics of them i think they're still on like blogspot too oh, but God. i just- they're like when blood spot was a thing yeah <laughs> like anime style like short comics of just like so like that they were like lame super i think aquamaid could only talk to fish that was her only power aqualass is a sidekick <laughs> and like deadpan and the, i think her powers were uh breaking the fourth wall and convenient to the plot or something like that and then they had a fish butler named what was it called I don't remember what I named him, but it was just like he had like a fish head. Um, <laughs> but then, and then they had her arch nemesis was the penguin too. <laughs> instead, it was just an actual penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Did it um, talk or no? I don't really see if I can. Like, hang on, let me find it because they are. Uh, uh, yeah, yep, they are here. And these ones, I even colored some of them too. Uh, it okay. is feeding time. Oh, okay. Right. It is <laughs> nine o'clock. I'll be right yeah. back. <laughs> Here they are. Then I'm going to just show you the audience, these comics. I had a... Uh, <laughs> these are cute. <laughs> this is the work of the penguin, my worst enemy. Really? The penguin is your arch nemesis? Yes. It's been an ongoing battle for years. Stop right there, penguin. Squawk! He did not talk. Okay, that's what it was. He was not a speaking penguin. He was just a penguin. Uh, oh, I forgot about all of these. This is like over a decade ago that I choose. Aqualas, could you fill up a glass of water and bring it to me? What, are your legs broken? Yes. Yeah, I forgot about all these. Oh, I think there was one. There was a long one that I did. Um, yeah, this is it. Totally forgot about this the grocery shopping. Ah, time for an aqua snack. Empty fridge. Uh Aqualas. We need to we need groceries to the aqua sub. Uh I don't think a sub will get us to a store on land. <laughs> no, yeah, I forgot. It's drove into all the cars. Good job on the parking. Hey, I don't even have a steering wheel. I forgot I made Aquamade just always speak in in all caps. <laughs> no one else did. 
wants its food. We don't really need all of this. Half of this isn't even food. Nonsense. We need it all. That's $450. How do you work this contraption? That's a Long John Silver's gift card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Free crab cake at Long John Silver's. Ah, so it is, Akala. So it is. <laughs> I forgot. These are so silly. Um, anyway, I'll look at chat. <laughs> Back in memory lane. Creepy pasta Annie 96. I kind of remember that Johnny Boy. I don't know if I ever. Winky, maybe I'll do a keytar. Maybe post credits. I'll get the keytar out. We'll see. Rape jokes always funny. I agree. Rape jokes are always funny. Oh, clock king. <laughs> I really liked the Lego Batman movie because it made so many Batman references, like and especially to his uh, rogues gallery. There was a one point where like Joker lists all these people, all these other villains helping him out, and and someone's like, "You made some of those up," and he's like, "Nope." All real, probably worth a Google. And like one of them was uh, Polka Dot Man. And the thing is about Polka Dot Man is that he was at, he wasn't really a villain. He was just some dude that the Mad Hatter ha was controlling. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I am an even bigger nerd and will say that that's not a real villain. <laughs> this is a Batman Lego movie, like his movie specifically. I don't. I only yes. ever saw like the Lego movie, Lego movie in the sequel. But I did. I do remember. Was uh, did what's his name? Will Arnett play him still? Yeah. I remember in the Lego movie, it wasn't it? And he just kept throwing the whatever the wrenches or something too a bunch of times, and then first try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so funny as Batman, and that movie yeah, is very great. well done. <laughs> Um, I love, is it, who is it? Green? One of the greens. I don't know which green lantern, green something though, who's played by Jonah Hill, maybe, who's just like super, wants to be like best friends with Superman, I think. Like, so no, that's I, green, I like, lantern. green yeah. lantern. I thought like, I love that dynamic of just like too eager and wanting it. It's a good movie. <laughs> so I guess we're all, we're talking about superhero DC stuff generally. Black Adam specifically, did you have like opinions on, on that upcoming film? I don't. I like The Rock. Um, um, I'm like, like back and forth on him. He does a lot of bad movies, but um, <laughs> I am excited to see Pierce Brosnan as Doctor so Fate. That's what's drawing in. Okay. <laughs> yes, um, and I like the idea of Adam Smasher, like, and you know, <laughs> I mean, like, and Hawkman looks pretty cool this time around. Like, I, I feel like they, I mean, the Justice Society feels like more of a draw to me than Black Adam himself. <laughs> mm. Winky hates The Rock. I, uh, when I say I like, it's never like, oh, I've gone out of my way to see him or like, I, I like when he's done comedy things though, because like he, he's so large. So then they usually play the physical humor of something though too that he's just too, like a uh, like Terry, what's his name, the one who played Terry in Brooklyn Nine Nine. We finally just watched the last episode because we've been putting it off forever. But like, because he's just all muscles, and so they always comment on like how muscular he is and stuff. So I feel like The Rock too when they play into that physical humor for him. So I liked him. I like him. I liked him in the Jung. Or, sorry, the Jumanji films i guess i thought he was fun in those so yeah in the comedy things like he 
but I haven't seen a lot of his films actually. <laughs> Pretty much. I wouldn't, Jumanji. I wouldn't call him like a very good actor, honestly. No, I, I would, would think he's, he's not <laughs> an actor, actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's why I think like in like silly films where he's like, you don't have to be that great. You just kind of have to, to play like a more flat character to, and yeah. just kind of having fun. And I think that works. Um, yeah, so I don't know how he's going to be in the actual Black Adam film, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. I'll watch it if it's out, not in theaters. Probably won't see it in theaters. <laughs> that seems fair. I probably won't. I haven't gone to yeah. until we get air conditioning again, or it cools um, the fuck down. Ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still hot here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's September, but it's still hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got some time. Maybe it'll cool down. It is just the first day of autumn. So, um, all right. I don't really think I have anything else to say in Black Adam. So we can move on to Marvel <laughs> instead and go to to She-Hulk. And I know you can tell me why you hate it. Okay, first of all, they... Oh, the wait, best I'm sorry. Re- can we talk about Ms. Marvel real quick? For, because that was the first thing. Oh, yeah, 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 Ms. Marvel. Just to, so we don't even get too much into She-Hulk, but just because Ms. Marvel was like a slightly predator that came out beforehand. I just finished Ms. Marvel, and my two biggest issues with it is, one, the main actress mumbles all her lines. So yeah. I need... Like, I usually have subtitles on, but I'm, like, yeah. really lasered in on those subtitles because if I wasn't reading them, I would have no idea what she was saying. I, I liked her personality. I mean, I mean, she mumbled too much, but I did like the the sarcastic kind of deadpan. Like, I'm always into that as a character, <laughs> which is kind of the same as She-Hulk, though. But, um, oh, my gosh, Motown is asking to play EDF right now. I'm going to tell him I'm literally in a live stream right now. <laughs> Motown, come watch us talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I, I liked her. I thought she was sassy, and um, but, but I do agree. Like, I do understand the mumbly problems. And then my other big issue is that it has two climax episodes because it has a really stupid subplot. Then they. That they didn't wrap up <laughs> the and like the villains, the plot, like it, they were just like weak things where it was like, oh, here's this thing that they're building up, and like, oh, this then then they finished it, and oh, now here's the the what are what are they called? Whatever the government damage were, control, like, damage control, and then that built up. Like they were, they just weren't really developed that well. The the, the villains of it, and it was mm-hmm. kind of like lukewarm as far as that goes. So I yeah, like uh, the writing as far as plot goes, was not very good. I liked some of the characters, uh, the dialogue and stuff between some of them. Um, One of the things I, after I finished it, I immediately went and watched the pitch meeting by Ryan George about it, mm -hmm. which he's very good at picking up as some really big problems and narratives that I didn't, I don't always notice, Um, which is like, I'm honestly like, that's one of the reasons why I watch him, not just because it's fucking hilarious. But, like, one of the things he points out is that there are three boys who kind of maybe have a little bit of a crush on her. And it's like, does she want three different guys kind of maybe having a crush on her? Because 
Uh-huh. I don't think she's that much of an attraction uh-huh. <laughs> to the male oh, sex. I saw who the third the the third guy was the one that over in in mm-hmm. um and yeah Karachi yeah um, Karachi yes I was thinking that too because like she's like oh I'm not very like super popular I'm kind of awkward and and insecure about certain things though and like you've got three boys who like you I was just like this was not my high school experience at all what I love is the way Ryan George introduced it is that like each time he goes and there's this character, and he maybe has a little bit of a crush on her. And he says it the same way all three times. <laughs> and the, the producer character is all like, oh, okay. Like by the third one, like, what really? And then like, <laughs> and then he goes, and then there's her brother. And and the producer guy goes, um, oh no. Like, <laughs> are you gonna say that her brother has maybe kind of a little bit of a crush think- on her? The brother was my favorite character, though. I, I thought liked him. He was, he was just so, like, I don't know, like, he, he was so nonchalant, like, chill, and then, but, like, kind of quippy with her. I liked when he, the camp, Cameron, um, so, like, they pretended at the beginning to be cousins, uh, uh, Marvel, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Uh, Kamala. When Kamala oh, and Cameron yeah. were, like, Oh, like because she didn't want people to know that she was hanging out with the guy. So she's like, "Oh, he's actually related." So she tells her brother and says that like we're cousins. And later on, when like everything's like falling apart and they're having to to fight bad guys and stuff too, they're like hiding out in the high school cafeteria. And then the brother is just sitting across from Cameron in the in the at a table, and he's like, "You're not really a, a, a cousin, are you?" <laughs> no. Do you even like British Bake Off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so upset by it because they were like bonding over this earlier and just like so offended so he yeah he was i want more of him Um, i know i liked her brother too i did um mostly i just was like this is a mess like writing wise that was my main yes (laughs) so the i I'll say like the 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 problems were resolved too quickly um but I did like that her family learned about her uh, because I've talked about this like another another me uh, yeah whatever other shows and movies um about how I hate when like spy family when I'm saying that like it's not great when you've got like y- you're lying about like big parts of your life to your family or to like people you care about like it really bothers me like it's such an old trope too and so I was glad that they finally learned about it but then they got over it like really quick like there wasn't it was comedic how they found out but it was it, it was kind of like such a contrast with like the seemed like it was going to be such a big deal beforehand and then they're like oh yeah okay and, and it was funny the way it was revealed because as she's like trying to announce it it was kind of like you know like a, a coming out of the closet thing but then they already knew because her mom blabbed to them but yeah so it was just like i'm glad that it was revealed because you don't it, I, I think it's so stupid when spider-man does it too when you're just like let me keep these big secrets but still continue to like hang out with the people I care about and not give them a heads up. Like it's so dangerous. I'd rather be informed so I can properly prepare myself if I, I need know that to. Was, that was always my number one complaint about the Harry Dresden books is all the secrets he mm. keeps from the people around him. I'm a, it, like, I'm, he's like, it protects people for me to keep se- te- secrets. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> 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 I just came in here to say EDS <laughs> with like 10,000 exclamation points. But yeah, like he always like 
justifies it because it'll keep them safer and then they get endangered and then they some of them die and i'm like you know you would think after the third person dies you would realize that this is not working yeah so you either need to hide and stop like hanging out with anyone ever or getting close to anyone which is one way to do it or the people that you're going to be associating with should know your secret that constantly puts them into danger um so i noticed that our chat stopped updating Oh, did it? Uh oh. Yeah, I just noticed I lost. that. So I didn't realize it was way we back with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, British Bake Off. He's asking if we watch British Bake Off. I no. am behind, but I love it. What I love about, I mean, I love baking shows. And what I love about the British Bake Off for like a reality show is that they, it's not about the drama. Like they they have like the dramatic music, but they're not like fighting against each other. Like they're so helpful as contestants with one another though too, that if someone's struggling and they're finished with theirs, like they will help out other people. Like it's not about like being competitive. They're just trying to make the best product that they can and are willing to help out others. So it's so was, sweet and heartwarming. I was literally sitting there and like Netflix is like, screensaver was popping up and 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 i'm sitting there with my friends and they're not looking at the screen and i'm i'm just sitting there and the british bake-off great british bake-off tv show pops up and i'm like i don't really want to watch a bunch of british people baking and like it's so relaxing and and (laughs) unnerving and my friends started laughing and and then it had changed by the time they looked up and they're like was that about the great British bake-off and I was like yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) no it's so good I mean if you like baking or just something yeah like because what's you're you get nervous because you're like is this gonna fall apart like are they gonna get it done in time but it's not like it's not about like "Mm, yeah look look what you know Denise did to me and ball like it there yeah it's a lot nicer I used to watch on the Food Network the Tulsa wedding cake competition every year Ooh, I love, yeah, I will. I the, nailed it. It's great. Yeah. Tulsa, the Tulsa State Fair has a wedding cake competition. And some of the artistry of it is just amazing. So, some of the cakes are fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> total amateur hour shit coming into that competition. Some of them are just amazing. But then one year, it was clearly like Food Network said, give it to that one. Give it to that person, or someone. So, someone had decided who was going to be the winner before they. That's happened in Bake Off too. I feel it too, and I'm like, you should not have won this. That's happened a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and it kind of soured me, and I didn't ever really want to watch it again. I was like, you ruined it. Sour <laughs> or a baking show. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I love because that's why I like baking because I like art and food. So then it's always been nice to like, oh, I get to like decorate and then I get really, it'll take me, I'll spend like 12 hours making whatever, like decorating cookies or something though too. <laughs> like I'm very careful. I wanted to mention Mo had said, hey, I read the Harry Justin books. I was thinking about that, Mo, when Alex brought it up. I remember <laughs> reading Justin files because I saw it in the background when we were like video chatting once and um, I, think I thought I of you. It- as far as the sh- the latest short stories, the Bigfoot short stories, I've never read any of them. I was surprised when I learned uh, at some point that they were like fantasy, like it was he's a wizard, like a magical stuff. It's urban fantasy. He's yeah, a, he's a sounds- wizard for hire. Just <laughs> in like, Chicago. I, I'm actually really intrigued by, and I still haven't read them, but like, and maybe they're trash, like you know, like whatever trash books. But I probably still would like it because I like that uh, plot. 
idea. They're fun. He makes some mistakes in the early books that no editor caught. That like he says the wrong address for Sherlock Holmes's home. It was very weird. <laughs> like it's totally wrong. And then like some woman dies in like the first book by the hands of a, this one vampire, and that and it kicks off this like thing where this vampire blames Harry for years. And like, mm-hmm. but in one of the later books, the victim has a different name and it took me so long to realize that they were talking about the woman who died in the first book because of the fact that she had a different name and it was like rachel to pauline or pauline to rachel like they fucked that up so like Mm -hmm. the the first couple of books have some errors to them but and like but once he hits his stride he he those books really fun very well written Okay. Very interesting yeah. mysteries. And Harry is a flawed character. Good. All right. And so not like DC superheroes. Um, <laughs> no. Curious G-Man. I don't even, is it, it sounds delicious and I had to look it up, but is it pronounced Gillette or is it? Gillette. Har- Gillette. And I Gillette. saw the French, but I don't know how, like, I don't know how, so I'm not sure the pronunciation. I've made but it, one before. Really? They, it <laughs> oh, okay. They look delicious. We'll, we'll get into She-Hulk in just a sec, but I want to share this. We're going to do, we're going to talk oh, yes. about animal psychology and f- food all the time. That's pretty Yes. Cool. Apparently, okay. Winky, I forgot about that. Winky Winky Woo brought, bought a copy of my book on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> They're good, by the way. They're just like pie, only you don't have to have as much filling. Flat <laughs> cake is a, is a term used in front of the various types of flat, crusty cakes in the case. All right. Well, G-Man, can you mail some of the... You have my address. Can you send <laughs> Freeze it. Uh, so, Gillette, is it pie? Yeah, it seems like it's some sort of like pie cake thing. So it's not like walled like a like a pie is, but like so it's, it's pastry a- dough like it like for pie, and it's and you like bake it. I baked mine on a, like a parchment paper and the cookie sheet essentially, mm-hmm. and like so you make the you roll it out and everything, and then you put the filling in there. It's less filling. Because it's doesn't it's not wall, so it's less filling. And then you like fold over the the edges, and like you can brush it with like an egg wash and cover it in sugar and everything. And um, it's pretty good. I sound okay. I don't. I don't know if I'm ever gonna make it, but I want one. <laughs> what is the <laughs> filling though? Winky asks. Can it? It can be filled with different things. G Man's gonna do yeah. apple walnut, right? So I think you can do whatever you want. I guess the Europeans, their pies are a lot of times meat and stuff, right? So <laughs> you could make but, a meat one. I wouldn't probably like. I I would probably do berry at this point. Yeah, yeah. And I would have made mine gluten free, but it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I really want some some dessert now. Um, all right, She Hulk. <laughs> Tell me why you hate She Hulk. Well, Save okay, so too, with goat cheese, and we have goat milk. I got my cousin just got sorry, my cousin just got goats, and so we got some goat milk. We traded her eggs. She gave us vegetables. Um, yeah, bartering over here. <laughs> so I uh, let, let's go back to <laughs> She Hulk. She Hulk. Entertainment podcast. Um, I find this so, very entertaining to talk about. Yes, <laughs> I am. <entertained>. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
I, Jen, Jen in the comic books, mostly has always been thankful for her change, for her really? Hulk personality. Mm. She's always, like, Bruce has felt guilty about it, and she has told him, no, this was a gift. You don't have to apologize for this. Don't apologize for it. And she's always embraced it, like, hmm. like beautifully. So that first episode where she's all like, Ugh, I don't want to be a superhero. This is, this is ruining my life. I'm like, Ugh. and she's such a bitch to Bruce in that first episode where she's going on about how he has no idea how hard it is to be a woman. And I'm like, dude had an abusive childhood. Oh, and, I don't even know. It's, yeah. And, okay. and like at one point, this is. Oh, was he a woman? No. <laughs> See, oh. that's the thing. It's like they're saying that, oh, it's so much harder to be a woman. It's like, no, it's not. And then like at one point, he literally tried to kill himself in the MCU. He talks about that. He put a bullet in his brain. He tried to eat a bullet and, it, and he spat it out. He can't die. He, his life is awful. So for her to act like her life is so much worse, it's like, you fucking child. And especially like he had to be the Hulk when no one like cared, you know, like or knew about superheroes all that much. So like the reaction was was very negative to the Hulk. And now everyone's like it's normalized. So she can she can lead a normal life for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of like you were being a whiny little bitch and you were spitting in Bruce's all of Bruce's adversary, you're saying is not actually hard. And it's like, I, I hated that. But then also on top of that, see, I don't like the CGI. And I'll tell you why. It's mostly the walking shots. When she's walking, it doesn't look like her head is attached to her body. Because they like they have the camera up higher because She-Hulk is so much taller than Jen normally is. And mm-hmm. they so they probably have someone standing in as her walking. But then they're like mo-capping her face and just slamming that on to the walking shot. And it doesn't look like it matches. So it's like really uncanny valley. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, it's not attached. It's freaking me out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm for the, for the CG, everyone was, was, was upset with it too. And I'm, I'm okay with the cartooniness because I'm like, oh, the Hulk has always looked pretty cartoony to me. But some of the like, even when she was like carrying the water and stuff too, I'm like, this, it, it just, it was so fake. Like the water looked so fake and and um and I don't know, it was it was too jarring because it was something like it didn't even look CG. It kind of looked like I don't know, like a 2D animation a bit or something though. Too, the way it was like the it was flat on it and or and I think what it probably was was that they weren't weighted enough that like the way that they, that uh, she was animated was that like oh she's carrying these things but it just didn't like the water and stuff didn't look like even though she's strong it just still like it i don't know the way it was done it was, done, it was like moving in the probably not gallons that the five gallon things that like i mean water you move the gallon the five gallon jug it's gonna move in it like <laughs> I don't I don't know. It seemed really like stationary, you know? Like like a like yeah. perfectly unit and I don't know. Like I, I see what you mean about that moment. It's not there's something off about it. <laughs> so 
So, and then I, I understand all the points that you're making. Uh, I, I think like I, I agree with the criticisms, but despite that, I, th- I still enjoyed the show because <laughs> I think it's, pl- it's silly. Like it's comedic. So I, I let, and again, like my, my expectation or like my bar gets lower, higher, whatever it is. Where I'm just, I'm, I'm less critical of stuff and I'm like, Oh, this is being silly with, uh, with certain things. Um, but I, I probably like the, the silliness, the, the fun of it and everything, even the breaking in the fourth wall. Cause that's in the, that's in the comic books with her. I wouldn't have mind any of that. I would have been like, yes, that's exactly what you should have been doing. If in that first episode, she wasn't so mean to Bruce, that, that was makes- the part that really put me off on her. Since I didn't have any, I, I had no idea what like she's like in the comics. I didn't know that's so. I, I if I, if I had known, I think I would be just as bothered as you um, with it. But since I like, oh, I was fine with it. I'm like, okay, she's just like kind of uh, you know again similar to Ms. Marvel. I'm like, you're you're sarcastic and sassy, and I like this personality because it, it is fun. But I understand that like, oh, if she this is very drastically different to how she was in the comics at least for that i let me think of how i want to say the i i it did have like a women are great and awesome and men suck especially when she's like specifically saying like what's it like to be a woman i hold in my anger all the time i can vote and so like and everyone was making fun of that part and it was very very bad but <laughs> but i was also kind of okay with as a because I knew this show is not about her becoming a hero. It's it's called She Hulk Attorney at Law. It's about her doing attorney stuff and then and also having these superpowers. So I was okay with the idea that like oh we're gonna we're gonna do this part quickly as far as um, as you like learn understanding how you have powers. So I thought they did it comically as far as like uh, it trying to trying to step out of like oh the women women power kind of thing and it was more about like doing this funny was how like oh hulk struggled through that and like actually it's really easy for me i don't know what your problem is i think that joke can be funny but i guess if you're relating it to like the struggle like if you're if you're gonna sympathize with hulk more about everything he went through i can see what but to me it was just kind of like oh yeah like they're playing off like just to be able to get past this quickly i think that is a funny joke to just be like don't know why you struggled so much this is easy because the point of her isn't isn't her going through the same struggles as him hers is about we're doing this attorney show so it was okay with that but i do understand that like oh they really made light of all the struggles that he went with and it can be kind of funny when you're like oh i'm gonna like you know, this is intentional and joke, but I can also see like, man, you're really poor Hulk <laughs> after everything that you went through. But I can also laugh at the shot and Freud kind of thing, I guess. Um, I don't know. I like it feels. I don't know. It feels really. They're basically. I don't think they're joking when they have her say something like, uh, "You have no idea what it's like to struggle no, as I no, struggled." No, that, I feel like part, they're being no. like serious and that mm-hmm. and that's the part that pisses me off because it's like not only was he abused but he watched his dad kill his mother and then and that's just in the comic books and that's in like the first Hulk movie by Ang Lee they actually did show that but then like also in the MCU he was chased by the military for years he was he 
couldn't have any friends. He was always terrified of what he would do to people. He, he literally like left earth for years. Like it's so mean to say that even to MCU Hulk, it's like, you do not come off as a really good person here. And it's like for the first episode of a show, like, and, and, Wait, even if you didn't know Jen, if if this was some other asshole, not Jen, who was was responding to Hulk this way, I'd be like, you're a jerk. Like, you literally said this to Hulk, who's had one of the hardest lives ever. Like, you prick. Like, <laughs> so I think, I mean, I haven't seen the Hulk movies, actually. And then, so just only <laughs> what he's been in, the, the Avengers and everything else. But... I think it, it, I was okay because I, I didn't know all his like childhood backstory and all of those things. Um, but I think what m- still makes it okay for me is that he's saying it, come, like he's talking about how like, oh yeah, you know, you just have to like spend 15 years doing this. And then, but even him kind of like uh, talking about like, I struggled, you know, like I had, fi- you know, I had to spend time off planet and had, it. so like the way he's delivering it was funny. And like, and it seems like he, it, He's not full of that pain within the scenes, though. That that so like her things don't come off as mean to me, um, just because like he's not receptive in in like a like hurt way of like. Um, but but having a, the context that you do with all that, like I I still understand it, but I think because like I haven't seen those, I really know about it. And he was like pretty chill about about how he was just kind of like, yeah, like your life is just gonna suck for fifty, and and how. So his I, reaction wasn't too, uh, uh, um, there wasn't like gravitas as much to to how like he was describing his struggles. I, that's why it didn't come out as like terrible to me, I, I guess. Well, I actually had kind of a problem with how they had Hulk behave in the first episode too, because there were a couple of points where she's just going off on like a rant and he's just quiet the whole time and mm-hmm. just lets her just have her say. And it's like really like stupid. Like, no, I'm sorry, but I don't think that most people have that kind of relationship where one person just goes off the whole time. Like they, like without any rebuttal, like ever, like he literally just just like nods his head and takes it. Like it feels weird. It felt like strange to me. Like and yeah. which is why, like I feel like that's one of the reasons why it comes to an actual physical fight between them later on in the in because the first he's episode. like holding. He's had um, enough mm-hmm. at this point. Which, but like, I guess that makes sense too. I'm like, she has been a jerk the whole time, though. Like, and and so he's upset that like she's not listening to what he's saying and going through. So I guess, like maybe that was the the point of make like of their behavior and and ending up physically fighting. But uh, yeah, I get I, I get what you're saying, and I don't think I had considered like the the depth for like his struggles because I didn't know. Um. Um, but uh and i think winky had said that yeah like hulk had watched his father kill his mother and like i don't know anything about him <laughs> oh thank you for the eyeshadow compliment <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't think she came off as very likable in that first episode which is shitty because she is a likable person jen is a very likable person in mm-hmm. the comic books so it's like why did you do this like she comes off as whiny honestly 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was this one point she he's when he says that your blood actually helped me heal my arm completely. And she goes, because I'm better. And I was like, what kind of psycho says that, like, and means it? And like, she doesn't laugh after she says it or anything. I, was like, I like, thought she, she was being. I thought she was be, trying to make a joke of that too. Because I no, did not feel like that came off as a joke. I felt like that, that came off as a. Psycho. Oh, I, okay. See, I saw it as more of a joke. She was just kind of like, "Oh, okay, because I'm better than you." Because like, that's I don't know. Like, that's a response that I would say too. It's like, oh yeah, also, like my heels. Like, how, like if she she both. Her her reaction to becoming Hulk in that first episode is very uneven. Like, is sometimes she is joking about it. Sometimes she's actually like, literally, like my life is over kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And I and I and like sometimes that flip happens so quickly that I'm I'm getting whiplash. Like honestly, she had just like woken up when and like was coming to terms with the idea that she was become Hulk when she says that line about because I'm better. Uh, so it makes it sound like she's already accepted the fact that she's Hulk or or that she's okay with it. But then like not that long later, she's all like, oh, this is ruining my life. And I'm like, can you pick a lane, honey? Like- In her defense, she is a woman. So it's gonna be like really an emotional oh, roller coaster okay. there and yeah. Is, is this is PMS period? Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> right, yeah. So she's going to be struggling through all that. Um, I, I, I do think that I, I didn't super like Bruce trying to make her feel obligated to be a superhero. I thought that was a weird thing. Like just because you have superpowers, you shouldn't feel obligated to go around. It's not your responsibility to save the world just because you can. Like, like yeah, that's good. That that if you want to do that though but like I, I don't like that idea that like oh that now like you have to do this that like you, you must do this just because you have the ability to I'm like well that's not fair to you. like who are we to say that like what you should be doing now or what like, like yeah. your obligations are because well, it, it feels kind of I don't like that idea either like honestly there was this thing where this woman she was a p- pianist a concerto p- pianist so like very very successful but she didn't enjoy it. And it's mm-hmm. like, why are you still doing it then? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I don't care that you have the capability. Like if you're, if you're fucking miserable. A girl <laughs> in my high school, she was a year older and she had a beautiful, she was in chorus, like a beautiful singing voice, like sounded like Kelly Clarkson. Um, and just like, but like could really belt it out. And I was always envied that she had that, that talent and she just wanted to be a firefighter when she <laughs> grew up and that like, that was her goal. Like, what, why would you just waste all this singing talent? But, uh, but yeah, you know, like you do, do what you I know. Someone like. said that I was wasting my talent as a possible surgeon because I had such fine control mm, in, um, when I would, uh, autopsy things in science class and everything and i was like i'm not interested yeah. he's like what well, how how can you not be you're so good Just at it you're though. good at it doesn't mean you like and, it and i'm like well first of all like i didn't know this at the time but i had an anxiety disorder i have an anxiety disorder mm-hmm. is that necessarily the person you want performing surgery <laughs> yeah. <you> <laughs> Like I'm cutting on a dead animal, I I can do it very well, okay. But like, <laughs> I'm not going to be the person that no, you know, you're performs not your open heart surgery. Dead animal. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, but it was, I was never interested. It was never an, an interest mm-hmm. to me. Like I'm very good at math. I'm very good at science, but I never went into those fields on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was talking to Carter the other night, like a morality thing of, of just like, he was talking about like an Ayn Rand and I won't get into too much, but ultimately it was kind of like, <laughs> you're not obligated. Like he, he, there, the people will disagree with ideas of of like oh like that you should help other people or not at all that like and I was saying that that I, I that, yeah like I think I would feel like I'm not feeling as guilty as like oh I'm not helping someone across the world but like when you're when you're there and it's someone like within your own area like if I see someone struggling in real life like I I feel obligated to help them whether or not like morally like I should or not but like, that is just like the reaction that I have that like oh like you're you're in need and I may or and it depends though too like how much in you like are you bleeding on the side of the road or something like or are you just I don't know like struggling to open your door or whatever like <laughs> it may or may not like um, what's the level of need here yeah yeah like it's, it's like oh you can handle like oh you can get your door open you're just like fumbling with your keys like oh you're bleeding out I need to like put pressure mm-hmm. on or something that lets you I'm like if I walk by like yeah I would feel bad <laughs> about not helping yeah. someone, whether or not but but yeah it's just kind of but then it's like I don't but like there you're not obligated to save the world <laughs> though just because no. like, you have some sort of power um I did well, like, that was- that okay. was something that happened, like a, a car accident happened in front of me and this van spun out, almost came right at me. And like, I was walking and they stopped. And after everything was like calm, I like went and knocked on their window and asked them if they were okay. I'm not obligated to do that. I can't do anything. But I right. was going to, like, I was like, yeah, okay? just kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they're like, yeah. And then I went to work. <laughs> difference. I think there's like, like the like a moral or moral obligation or something or just because it's like oh maybe it's not immoral but you can still be like a jerk if you don't do something where it's just like okay like you're not a bad like I say a terrible person for like not doing something or doing well, but a good example of that is like in the first episode she's not she's going to court to do you know a case and everything and then superpower things happen in the room she's in and it's decided that it like I wish she would have just decided to do it herself instead of her paralegal telling her she needed to Mm -hmm. because I feel like she should have just like Mm. it it should have been her choice and it should and I I felt like because yeah she did save the jury from being hit by a big desk Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and like and that was good but I I definitely think like she should have been the one you're just gonna wait on this and not I think there's I think it would be might be fine if it were more like you should do something and she'd be like oh yeah like if she just forgot that got yeah rather than like oh should I do it right now though like but more of just like oh I, I can do this and so then and yeah but she did actually was all like really i should do it Mm -hmm. like (laughs) right yeah are you sure right now in front of everyone like yeah people are gonna die do something (laughs) yeah um, like if it's literally in your face you should probably do something as someone who has superpowers but you don't have to go searching for it i agree with that yeah, and so and this is I think where Carter was at least for the Ayn Rand side of thing would like argue where it's like you still don't have to do something like the uh, if they're there that like it's not your responsibility. But I was thinking about how under the law and we didn't I didn't bring this up to him how 
isn't there like neglect as far as like if you let someone die when you could have like I think you can get charged for something though there are some good um, Samaritan laws like you have to help someone yeah in, which, which I'm not saying like laws are always good uh, you know like there are bad laws out there but I was just trying to yeah. remember like if there are technical things about that yeah there are definitely jurisdictions that have laws that require you to get involved and the thing is though is that like for example i told that story earlier tonight about those two guys fighting what am i going to do if one of them mm -hmm. gets the other guy on the ground besides right. call the police what am i really gonna be able to do there uh unless i'm armed with a firearm and then i'm taking on a huge risk mm -hmm. over whether or not i have any right to by law use it so to or even take it out so to me i'm sort of like uh, you can't like you can't expect like a person in a wheelchair to intervene beyond call the police. Like if all you if the if your legitimate least expectation is that people call the police or you know call nine one one, fine, that's reasonable. If they don't have a phone on them, there's not much they can do about it. I know you expect everybody to have a phone, but that's not actually how it yeah. works. Um, so to me, I'm sort of like there's that there's this like. How, like, what are they capable of? You know, if they're not capable of actually helping the situation, then they probably should not be getting involved. Mm -hmm. I make it worse. <laughs> yeah. The, the car <laughs> thing that reminded me, was this yesterday? Um, yeah, I had, so, so I was looking into getting life insurance because I've never had life insurance <laughs> before. And then they needed to do like a checkup. Uh, and they were like, we can send some, uh, you can go to a place yourself or you can send like a nurse to you. And I was like, where are the locations? They're like an hour or more away from me. Like send someone here. Cause it was crazy. <laughs> so she comes along. She's cool. I think we were around the same age. Uh, and <laughs> I, don't, I mentioned this, I think in the discord too, where I'm like, I don't know what it is, but people really just open up to me like immediately that like, I learned a lot about her personal <laughs> life. Like she stayed for an hour and a half. Cause we were just talking about a bunch of different things, but I learned a lot about her personal life. <laughs> and it happens to me all the time where I'm just like, I've only known you for like five minutes and you've told me like your deepest secrets or something. Um, not that I'm against it. I just think it's funny every time. I'm like, I'm not sure what it is, but like it just happens. But one of the things that she mentioned was how the day before she got run off the road. And I saw a video because she had a dash cam. So she showed it to me mm. of how like she got run off the road by like an 18 wheeler that was like trying to signal to turn. But like she was there in that lane. Oh, it was trying to get into her lane. And it just started going and she was honking at it. And then so she had to like drive off to the off the side there. And then it was like it went back in the other lane to drive around another truck. Like, what are you even doing? So, um, That's yeah. Also, I, I love those dash cam footages because they they I'm always like, what is this asshole doing? And I don't even drive. So I was like scared watching it. And she also told me mm -hmm. about this Etsy store that they'll uh, take your cremated animals and make them into polyhedral dice. <laughs> somehow. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. So I, I forget that I wrote them down, whatever the names were, but I was like, can I oh my God. check out these different dice people now? Um, yeah, we were talking about Pokemon and other things. <laughs> it's all my dice collection because I have like 100 sets of dice and, and oh my gosh. and things. Though. So yeah, and she also, you know, had to take my urine sample. So we got intimate. <laughs> we got intimate. Oh my God. <laughs> <Take> my blood, <laughs> blood pressure. Yeah.
Um, it was, yeah, we, when we tested for HIV, it was a good time. <laughs> no, nice oh my friend. gosh. Uh, but anyway, with uh, She-Hulk, I'll say that like there, there were a lot of like woke things. I had to kind of separate. That's why I think some of it would have been fine if it were for comedic purposes and less about like woman preachiness. I think her just being like, oh, I'm good at these things. I don't know what your problem is. If it wasn't about like, I'm a woman and good at this, which they kind of kept either implied or directly said. And it was just like, this is a comedic thing like writing that we're doing just to to make it fun and to skip past this so we can move on to the actual plot of the show it would have been fine but because they interlaced it with woke stuff and feminism it made it worse but there was a part where she talked about like uh and she gets hired because she gets fired from being a, law- a lawyer because of all the, the she-hulk stuff and then she gets hired by the other firm who wants her to be she-hulk as the lawyer and then like she says is this the only reason i got the job and like i'm qualified i'm qualified but now everyone will only think this is the the reason kind of uh, i thought this was like a a kind of anti-woke thing for her to say though because i'm like yeah i've felt that way i'm like am i being hired because i'm a minority like because i'm a female asian so i thought that was just like Oh, that's interesting. I don't think they realize that they're being anti-woke. I don't think they did. No, (laughs) like that is a good thing for you to to start, you know, to kind of bring up though, because yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah, like I relate to that. Um, My gosh, Lemon Hope is freaking out right now. Uh, or not freaking out. That's just like I've said before. Like oh, the other geese might honk, 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 and then she just goes, ah, I'm a goose. I'm part of crazy. Uh, My favorite so- part of the whole show, honestly, is the credits. And it's not because that means the episode is over, although that might have something to do with it. But really, it's the, the courtroom drawing style, I think is so cool. I think those are amazing credits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're fun. There was one song that I really liked too. I had to look it up. Uh, I don't remember what it was now. I saved it in YouTube. But um, yes, I like I like some of them. I like the artwork and then some of the music. I so what I what I think in this kind of the show kind of reminded me of Thor just because it was like here's this we're less about being a superhero and focused on like here's another plot and like in comedy in it. And I, I like the concept in that, like you get to just kind of see here's all of the like powered people and fantasy stuff on a small scale, like on a local scale. So then you get to come from And I, and I think she was right in like the breaking the fourth wall part about Wong, where it was just like, Oh yeah. Like you have like a Twitter shield when you have Wong on because like he's on here. So like you get a little bit of buffer because everyone loves Wong. Like I do love Wong. And I thought, <laughs> With him and then that girl, what was her name? Whatever the Madison, Madison with a Y, two N's and a Y, but not where you think. I thought like that was just such a weird friendship to develop. And I thought, and I really liked it. So I just, I liked seeing like, oh, here's just some small, small time things from like, especially like care, like well, Wong is like saving the world or whatever. And, and he's, he's the Sorcerer Supreme. But then now he's just like, you keep cutting back to him watching TV. And then this he's drunk watching girl. Sopranos watching the Sopranos for the first time. Yeah. And then <laughs> drunk Madison like spoils it for, so then they just have like an eating popcorn and stuff later on. So I, I like seeing, I, I always like that, uh, the end of the Avengers where they went to go eat, um, 
what was it? What did they eat? Shawarma. Shawarma. Yeah. And so like when they're just like, I, I love seeing like, here's like these big, powerful people. And then you're just like, oh, what are you doing? Like going grocery shopping or something like that. Like just kind of making, mm-hmm. uh, you know, comedy out of that. But uh, <laughs> so I just, I like the concept of this show because you get to see like what's going on. Like I, it, even if it weren't She-Hulk, if it was like just uh, like, here's this fantasy attorney's office and that you're having to like, oh, here are these two, like a gnome and a dwarf are fighting because of the whatever territory. Like, I just like that fantasy concept of of them in law. Um, I think the first episode is the worst episode so far and that the rest of the show is doing a much better job, honestly. I agree. Yep, yes. Um, like, because it's feeling more like Jen in those other episodes, honestly. Um, and, uh, like, and the, the fun quality of it is more like Jen is supposed to be. It's just, I, I, like someone asked, uh, did you enjoy the twerking? No, I'm not a huge fan of twerking in general, (laughs) but, uh, Oh, was that that, the, or uh, she's she's in the, with what's her face? Uh, the Megan the Stallion. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea yeah, yeah, yeah. who that was. I had to look her up. Um, the the whole court cases around superpowered beings and beings from other planet. I love it. I love that concept. I think it's really funny and interesting. I think that's the, like probably one of the best parts about it. And I finally like the the episode that came out today. Honestly. They finally put her in like kind of a pinup dress. Finally, oh, finally. I haven't watched today's one yet. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, it's a it's the wedding episode. Um, but like, there's this thing about um, She Hulk has always been kind of like super sexualized pinup girl type. Hmm. Uh, so and like they finally like put her in a pinup dress, and I was like, I know it probably took you a while to like like rationalize how she got clothing that fit her in the first place yeah um so <laughs> so i but i was glad that that finally happened i don't like the actress who plays her unfortunately i've not enjoyed her performance uh, i like mm. but i've always liked the she hold concept of this fun just kind of bubbly you know powerhouse of a woman kind of story but i don't think they've been they didn't introduce it well in that, that first episode. And I don't like the casting. <laughs> um, I think I'm okay with Jen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm okay with her casting, but I, I can see why, why you, or why one might not like it. I think I can see why you don't like, it. but uh, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, as far as everyone like else, uh, the, the weird thing about her hair, it's oh, the, the hair throws me it, off. That it changes or just how? Yeah, the, well, okay, so her hair looks it's like as she Hulk. Her hair looks exactly the same as it does as She Hulk. Only it's not dark green, and it's and it's the same length for her proportions. So like it's so technically it grows when she's She Hulk yeah. to match her proportions, but it looks exactly the same pretty much. <laughs> well, her hair She Hulk gets like looser, like it's wavy and pretty, and hers as human is like super curly. But right. in the comic books, it's uh, supposed to stay the same. It's it's the only thing that changes is that it turns dark green. <laughs> like it is okay, okay, absolutely gorgeous, beautiful wavy long hair. 
is what she already had. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand why it changes when she becomes She-Hulk. I, I do kind of like that they make her struggle as far as finding uh, guys though like where she's not like the not miss marvel with three boys vying after it, where they're kind of like oh like the one guy's super into her as she hulk and when he sees her human form he's like i'm leaving where, so i think because i like that as like self-deprecating kind of humor though too we're just like oh yeah like i'm not like whatever issue um but then they play off like usually oh it's the men who suck like no like make it where like for some reason you're just kind of like schlumpy and and people don't really like it. yeah like that hair is not that great so like it makes sense <laughs> too you know uh but then the she hulk you've got this beautiful hair but i i also don't understand why that changes that seems weird to me that it changes you should just always have that like beautiful wavy hair yeah like it did like it uh, <laughs> it was already gorgeous like her hair was already supposed to be gorgeous so i'm sort of like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it yeah. bothers me i i am <laughs> I am bothered by her hair as a human. <laughs> and I, so I will say that, that like, I think I like her performance. Okay. So far I am bothered by her hair. <laughs> I um, Winky is, he wants me to play the guitar and he, he wants you to change your background. I, he's, he says it looks like bacteria and freaks him out. Winky, they're <laughs> bubbles. They look like bubbles in there, but I am not going to ask her to change it. I like the background. I don't know. I think, do you have like some sort of germophobia? Because I I think it's, because it's like purple and it matches like the the background background, which is just the background that I use for my computer, um, outer space stuff. So it's, uh, I don't know why he's, <laughs> like, maybe it's the movement. Maybe if it was just like a still bubble screen, he'd be more okay. <laughs> it's COVID backgrounds. Doesn't know it's bacteria. I don't know bacteria that looks. Like, I haven't oh, seen this one in a while. You haven't? No, I like the other one more because it's purple and blues. <laughs> um, but uh, but anything for Winky. Winky gets whatever he wants. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I think those are my only three. <laughs> <laughs> those are yeah, your options. You oh no! Wait, actually, there is this one too. Oh yeah, yeah, and that one. Do you use that one for four fifty one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, well, I like the I like the bubbles one. <laughs> Fire again. Um, uh, okay. Was there anything else about She Hulk? I think that was all. I I do love Wong. I want. I actually just want a spinoff of Wong and Madison because I want to see <laughs> Wong have to go like fight thing and like and you know like save the world or wherever and madison's just his sidekick where she's just constantly wasted and <laughs> like when she comes out of the scene too like the that that hack magician like sends her to the realm and like and she appears with wong watching the sopranos and she's just holding a beating heart and then she's like what happened to all the goblins are you the goblin king and then, <laughs> like like did he send you here like no she had to go to like one dimension then a talking goat demon had like sent her to like send her back and she had to fight like i just thought that that was really funny um and and just i really want to see a spinoff of those two because i think that's a hilarious dynamic um, but outside of that i mean i'm gonna continue watching she hulk i think I, I, I haven't seen today's episode but i will um i guess we oh we, we can wrap up by ranking everything yeah. um what do we have little uh, uh i don't even know what kind of ranking system we want to do for this i don't know do you have ideas we can do uh oh did we want to look at the bad tweets did we have the bad tweets or 
Oh, of She-Hulk? No, 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 no. Uh, like worst tweets. Of the oh, week yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, right. I forgot. Okay. So until I can think of like more creative uh, <laughs> creating systems, I'm just going to say a Little Mermaid. I'm going to give an, an I'm too, too nice to, I'm going to still say an E out of A to F. Uh, well, we had Black Adam. Can I just not have my great? I'm going to leave it as an ungraded. I'll give it a, I'll give it a unicorn sticker. Um, <laughs> I am cautiously optimistic about Black Adam. Totally just, uninterested in the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, I have no. I mean, I just am I'm apathetic toward Black Adam. Like, okay, like I, it might be a movie. Like, I, the the trailer is just kind of like mm, whatever. Um, so that's why, like, I just don't super care of creating it. Uh, she Hulk, I will give. Oh, I like the sticker thing. Okay, I would give Little Mermaid a um, poo sticker. I'll do unicorn <laughs> sticker to Black Adam, and I'll give a. I don't know. I was going to say rainbow, but rainbow is like, I love rainbow. So that'd be like one of my highest ones, right? So um, <laughs> I I don't know. She can get a, what other <laughs> images are there in the world? I will give a strawberry cake sticker <laughs> for She Hulk. Oh, God. Those are my grades for these. Um, all right. Uh, if you don't have grades or, or if you do have grades, you can say other ones or we can read these tweets. I say I give my miss, I'll give Miss Marvel and a, a mumbly peg mess. <laughs> and oh, I uh, forgot Miss Marvel. Yeah. You gotta come up with a sticker. Yeah. yeah a shiny bangle <laughs> sticker. Yeah. And then for She Hulk, I. It's a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Maybe mm. it's good. <laughs> like a, like a, a gemstone sticker for for uh, Ms. Marvel, but not like a diamond, like a less like a topaz. <laughs> gemstone. Um, okay, so for these bad tweets of the week, this is like the previous week. Uh, yeah. We have a few of them. So here's one. That's, I didn't have an order for them, so I don't even know which one I have yeah. on screen now. But this one says, September 11 was a terrorist attack. January 6 was a terrorist attack. Um, <laughs> so many terrorists. So much terrorism. All, all, all this like comparison between January 6th and I know. Like, seriously? 3,000 people died in 9-11? I and know. then in January 6th, there were what, a few people who died over the course of the following days or something. Yeah. Like um, one person died that day in violence. And oh, it and it wasn't, was, it was Ashley Babbitt. So yeah. 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 And so it was through by the, well, uh, yeah, it was by the police to the person. And yeah, right. Something like that. But yeah. Yeah. So, all right. What's this one say? You I called don't... William Shatner a cunt. Who? <laughs> Wiki Wiki Woo. 
What? My best. Okay, I'm trying to fight William Shatner. <laughs> what? <laughs> William Shatner is an adorable, mean old man. He retweeted me once and I was so happy. <laughs> I saw him at C2E2, I think it was, um, at a panel. Like, uh, yeah, when he was just like in Weird or What, where he had the, he rode in on a horse at the opening credits or something, though, and he's like oh, 85. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Uh, he loves horses um all right what do we have here i don't want to hear from anyone who supported one six today you people may as well have been flying the planes (laughs) i i can't even begin to imagine thinking like this yeah i uh, uh especially to bring uh, bring January 6th up on 9-11 like this was on 9-11 Unprovoked. Like, like this is so <laughs> I don't know <laughs> retarded to, to 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 bring this up no, like I can't even laugh at this because it's just so uh, like, and so many people bringing it up too like why are you comparing January 6th like you know this just lessens it like and you know that it's not as big of a deal like and you're trying to make it as big of a deal as 9-11 was what's this one today we remember the 2009 oh right they have to share this uh this was uh so today we remember the 2996 people who were killed on 9-11 and all those who lost their lives while serving our country in the uh, forever wars that followed never forget and picture the twin towers this is posted at 12 p.m on 9-11 2022 the following image that I have to share um, is uh, from, and that was from Representative Pr- Pramila Jayapal. I don't know how to pronounce it, but that's how I'm saying it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I don't care enough. And then here's the one from the year prior on uh, 9-11, 2021, Representative Pramila Jayapal. Today we remember the 2,996 people who were killed on 9-11 and all those who lost their lives while serving our country in the forever wars that followed. Never forget, picture the Twin Towers. If this sounds familiar to you, it's because it's the exact same text and the same photo, same image. Um, And the the thing is about it, is that in both of these, the number she gives is 19 more than what most people would give. The, wait, the number of what? Oh, of the people who died? Who died. Oh. Why? Because she's counting the people who hijacked the planes. Oh. And she's not the only representative who did that, by the way. Yes, and all those who lost him. Hmm. Wow. Why are we needing to remember them? I guess what you do just kind of remember them. It <laughs> happen. Like, I guess technically, but yeah. not, like fondly. Um, justifiably stupid. Thank you for the super chat. Says, not sure if you watched The Princess and the Frog, but which Alex has. She says she really enjoyed it. Big fan. Okay. We need a lot, and I have to, but we need a live action version where everyone is Irish. Irish lack representation in the swamps. <laughs> Gingers <laughs> everywhere. I would never watch yes. that. Movie. That would be hilarious if what we did, we adapted something that was like a, all black people just, to yeah. all gingers, just as like a way of saying, ha ha, we're getting back. We're taking Ooh. back the gingers. What other things would be, what, what are all black? 
things. Anything by uh, Jordan Peele and Tyler Perry, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I can't think of anything except for the, the Wiz right family now, TV which, show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess the, all of yeah. Any of the who was Urkel in? Um, family Matters. Family Matters. Yeah. Different strokes, and you just have the little ginger boys. <laughs> that would be um, really funny. What was I? Oh, I have one more image. I guess another tweet. Hang on. I was like, there's one more thing that I needed to do, and then I started trying to think of TV shows with black people. Everybody hates I Chris. <laughs> I never actually watched that show. Um, all right, this guy says, I think Americans significantly underestimate how much the ordinary British person hates Americans. And I, my res- like my response and a lot of people's response to this was like, I think you significantly overestimate how much the average American thinks about how the British think how much about you care them. about them, yeah. And he's like, where did I say they cared? And it's like, if we're if we're estimating under over accurately how much they do or do not like us, that means we care enough to think about to it. To think about them. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, most of us are not fucking thinking about it. It's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Um what was that? It reminds me, I had some sort of insult to Motown before where he messaged something about, what was it? But he was just like, oh, it was, he made a joke about like, you're like, oh, uh, don't call me, don't call me Shirley or whatever it was. Then I was like, I try not to call you at all. And <laughs> we got another super chat. Oh, again? Uh, hang on a second. Winky, winky, woo. Thank you. And he says, you are both slots. But I know that before that he had, he put sluts. And I wonder, can super chats not allow, do they not allow the word slut in it? Maybe not. We are both slots. So you're either trying to say slut or sloths. And I yes. am. Someone test it. Do another super chat. Yeah. Try to yeah. Send slut. us more money and try and write <laughs> Try to test out all the different naughty words that there try, are try calling us whores yeah whores <laughs> yeah, retarded something yeah like, I don't think you can say rape in chat because I think I've gotten I think yeah it was in, in one of your game streams I was trying to like say something I was referencing something and it wouldn't let me it just I would see it on my end but when I did like an incognito window it wasn't showing up and it wasn't showing up oh. in your in your OBS chat <laughs> um, so there were like uh, two words so I had to like really censor a lot <laughs> oh he says that he I hate that shit slut. sluts is bad. I I can't stand that like because I'm I I want people to be able to write whatever they want mm-hmm. like in my chat like the only thing I'm gonna get rid of is actual freaking bots yeah spamming spam the chat. bots and physical threats I won't I don't, I won't I don't think I like mm-hmm. if they're like like sincere like if it's if it's so it's like context matters though too like intention yeah though. like if you're like actually like legitimately threatening like no we're not gonna have that but um if you're like jokingly gonna stab me that's okay yeah <laughs> that's the thing like i don't like i you can't to me because language is so subjective like the idea that like cunt is much more acceptable language and <laughs> bless you Thank you. Other English-speaking countries. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, 
that I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't care. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. care. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That like uh, the, the, those words aren't as bad otherwise. So I, I think America can be a little too prudish in a lot of things. So that's, and that might be where like sometimes, cause I'm not in the conservative side of things. So we're like the woke side of, of certain things I might agree on, like, or not care about as much when it's just like, I, I, I don't know, like, cause there's, there's just, I think people try to swing the pendulum too far sometimes when they're like really trying to like, no, we need to change this. Like, Oh, we need to go back here. And, and I know, I think Carter's talking about this on different streams too, or, or, Author, I don't know. We talk too much. He talks to me too much. Um, but uh, yeah, where I just think that like I don't I don't want to go too too far back. Where I'm like we don't need to be like prudish and too conservative. And I know that like that's difficult for some different religious people. Uh, so I, I understand why they might not. But I just I disagree. Um, but same reason why I think I might disagree on certain things on the extreme side of other on the other end. But. Um, I like that uh, Mo was upset. And he, hey, hey, he's Jewish and he's saying Jesus. <laughs> the earth will defend itself. He um, really, really wants you to really <laughs> play with him. His are burning. Okay, fine. We can end the stream and then we'll play some EDF. Uh, I am. Uh, I, yeah. I feel done and I'm starting to sneeze apparently. <laughs> oh, I noticed that. Okay. So again, reminder of book club, uh, October 2nd, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. Email me, speak at or Beverly at unsafespace.com. If you want to join, please join. And um, October 30th will be the following one. I'm not going to say the names. We've got this Sunday. Uh, we're going to have a true crime, wrongful conviction chat about non Sayed being released. So come join us for that. Um, we'll see if yeah, I will probably just stream it on here still too, but, uh, but really trying to push the Qtion and rumble and uh, Odyssey, all these alternative platforms and anything else. Oh, and then following Friday, we're going to start the new show TB on the name and uh but josh slocum will be there 5 p.m eastern 2 p.m pacific Pacific. um and i'll be alex juliet and me again as well uh for both those this sunday and the next friday and so plus side is carter is not involved in these things so (laughs) not for him <laughs> um, I like Winky Winky Boots. I have great eyeshadow. Join her stream, you cucks. Cucks is a great <laughs> word that is not used enough in American American uh, jargon. He's not like, oh, I was saying that he, because I said that, like, he was the one of the people I was thinking of because they're the same age, uh, Adnan Sayed and, and Mo. Because I'm just thinking about, like, oh, look at your life that you've had this whole time, like, you know, whatever productive life you might have had. Um, but then Adnan, he didn't even get that chance. And Mo had that chance and ruined it. So. <laughs> Save it for this. Yeah, yeah, I'll make fun of Mo later. It's fine. Uh, okay, well, thank you all for watching. I need to, oh, Winky, fine. Uh, Alex, you don't have to stay here for this, but for Winky, post credits, I'll, I'll whip out the key tar real quick. <laughs> um, well, don't you need to do your, the, like, if people stay? <laughs> if people, yeah, if people stay. I don't know what I'm going to, what uh, you can either get your name on screen next week or if you have ideas for something for me to do, so I don't have to be creative for it. If you stick around post credits, and you have ideas for what you want from me, I'm <laughs> willing to sell myself for something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that sounds a little whorish. 
<laughs> I know. Well, we're slots. We're slots. So yeah, <laughs> the, the goal is to do that. I just I want money for it, though. I don't want to just give it away without money. So pay me. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me find the end credits. But thank you guys for watching. Have a good night. Hopefully, we will see you Sunday night night at six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. Um, be as excited as we are about this for a man who, again, who is most likely innocent of a crime and is finally free, like the first time in his adult life out yeah. in the world. Um, so I'm super happy for him. But um, thank you guys. Have a great night. It's Thursday. Have enjoy football or whatever. Um, <laughs> if that's still going on. Uh, and I'm going to go check on my geese and ducks. So, oh, after the guitar thing. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
fake violin sound, but it does sound pretty. Huh. I don't know. Is that even coming through? It is. Okay. This is hard to play. I'm going to hold it like a cello and play it, I guess. Uh, I can't think of anything right now. What music do I know? I've got Queen over there. I think I was playing Bohemian Rhapsody before, but I can't do that with like one hand and because again the guitar oh it does just on violin sound or is it? Uh-huh. oh that's bass baby uh speaker is just so like squeaky <laughs> this is a trumpet sound oh. these are like not realistic sounds this is a trumpet no no this is supposed to be brass polysynth okay this is a trumpet <laughs> this is totally what a trumpet sounds like <laughs> any sort of music. That's literally the only thing I remember right now. Um, <laughs> what, what do you, what can you tell me something? Me? Uh, everyone's asking for Queen, actually. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I need the... staring at it and I can't remember. Was no, that was Bohemian like... Rhapsody. I no, thought I could recognize it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why this is just like <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna try that. chords well so it's only doing like one at a time i have to do it like separately mm-hmm. like that <laughs> uh, next time if i need to i need to like actually practice this on the guitar because it's easier when you have like two hands and it's sitting down <laughs> It's yeah like, uh holding i love the keytar i just don't practice it enough though or any instruments i've got other instruments you know what people stick around for after the credits by the way oh yeah good okay so maybe i should just do like music stuff afterward each time i've got a theremin that i've never been able to figure Ooh. out how to do properly i think my body is just like magnetized too much or something that it doesn't work well <laughs> that's what i'm guessing 
Um, I've got ukuleles, mandolin. So this does give me an excuse to like actually play any of the instruments, like practice them because I have not in a long time. So <laughs> so just do music. I don't. Too. I do not play a single instrument. <laughs> well, you can uh, get the spoons. <laughs> the spoons. <laughs> I I sing when I know no one else is around. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. Like I said, my friend in high school, where she, I'm like, you have a beautiful voice. I can't sing, and I wish I could. But uh, Winky wants me to keep playing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how we are the champions goes, and I cannot. And like I said, it's hard to do with piano. Like you do so much two handed, so it's hard. I need to like learn guitar parts of things where it's just something I could do one handed. Um, so. Tell me other queen, queen. Tell me other things that I can look up later on, and I can that would be good for key tart ones. There was a Billy Joel request. <laughs> Billy Joel. All right, I'll write these down and I'll look into it. I, I was trying. <laughs> Ethan von Ethan van Skyver on JDA stream before was like wanting me to do. Um, who was it? Blondie? No, it was. Uh, no, who did time after time? I think she had to do. Oh, okay. um, I was uh, <laughs> with her face, but yeah, he wanted to do time. And like, I don't know it, so I, I did learn it. Uh, or, or I need to. I don't have it memorized, but I, I did practice it for him. And I still haven't played it for him yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Um, again, I just only know <laughs> uh, classical and two-handed so it's hard to do because like i keep thinking that i was doing for elise but i'm like you kind of need the other hand to really make for elise work because it's just <laughs> like when you have yeah. the one it's really only half there um, yeah johnny okay. boy quitshaw says that you should learn ecstasy of gold from the good the bad and the ugly for the theremin and i agree okay. with that oh i the music from that movie is amazing. really i don't yes. know it my, oh my theremin is right here but it needs plugged into a wall so this is the theremin. Yeah. Don't hit your keyboard. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just this little electronic one. Uh, but I can't like I can't get like actual music to kind of just kind of has like a high pitched like sound. <laughs> usually with the this one only does pitch. Other one you can do like volume control too. So that's how they do like the two handed. This one was less fancy. Um, but yeah, I just haven't been able to get the pitch right because I, I can only hold it close up and it makes sound, but like far away, I don't know. And I messaged them too to see and they were just like, like, no, like this should work. You try it. And I, I tried like with what their instructions were and stuff. And I'm like, don't get it. I think something's weird with my body. So <laughs> it's just not. It is. Tr I mean, you're not off i think with the theremin because it is about magnetics or whatever yeah yeah that's why like i i mean i don't know i think i have low iron or something i don't know if that affects anything because <laughs> i think that was an issue when i gave blood in high school that i almost had like i couldn't do it because my iron was low and or something so i don't know <laughs> i think <it's> my <laughs> body can't handle it um it's because i'm a star child you're like female yeah. star lord oh yeah okay i like that but all right, I'm going to end this broadcast. Oh, I need to end it over on Utreon first. But thanks, Alex. Thank you guys for staying in chat. And should I put everyone's name? If you guys want your names on screen next week. <laughs> yeah, all of them. It's like, <laughs> some down there. Like, unless you, if you Make don't sure you want... get all those M's. Yeah, yeah, right? Because oh, I'm, I'm looking at it more specifically, and it's not N, 
and then a bunch of M's. It's uh -huh, N, no, it goes N, M, N, M, M, N, M, N, N, M. I love it. I love when it's difficult to pronounce. And I don't even feel like, or even, well, it's that representative. I'm like, I don't care because she has a bad take, but that I'm just like, I'm just going to pronounce things what I think it is. And it's probably wrong, but whatever. <laughs> uh, do not misgender me. Sorry. No, I don't know. <laughs> But all right. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. I'll try and practice guitar stuff if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, end the broadcast here and remove us. Goodbye.